stuff like his rationale is the same as solidus <laughs> so it's like all right all this has great rationale though yeah like, <laughs> i need to we gotta mix this up so what you're saying is it's great yes triple x state of the union is great yeah that's concluded. Okay. when i say i watched it i like turned it on and then like typed on the typewriter a lot mm-hmm. and then eventually turned around and was like oh man what's going on here and there's like a bullet train and all this dumb stuff under the white house yeah. And then I left to go mail the letter I typed and just left it on and then came back and my car was exploding. It, I don't know. It's a background movie. How far? I have it for that reason. How far do you have to go to type or send a letter? Uh, across the street. There's oh. a there's a mailbox pretty close to my So house. you weren't gone for like... I was gone for like five minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the most time it was uh, pressing the button and waiting. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Should I sit way closer? Get up you on can the pull mic. the chair up a little bit. Okay. That's probably fine. Okay. These are us. Which one's uh, my waveform? That one. That's pretty even. <laughs> That's not that bad. It's not that bad. There you go. This is professional ca- casting. Right. <laughs> In-person casting. What? Yeah. We're in the same space. I'm in your house. <laughs> Weird, right? What's with this back? What's with what's going on on this monitor? There's nothing on there. Oh, it's for... a desktop. That's a yeah. Oh, okay, it's your background. I thought you were on the site, the top-down site. No, just no. had it full screen and zoomed in or something. No. Okay. No, Shovel Knight game of the year for you guys? No, but kind of was right. It was on the list somewhere, but it was on all of your lists. So by default, it's the best game. So all of you was liked. there was another one. And I can't Crypt remember. Crypt of the Necro Dancer? No. That wasn't on mine. Oh, okay. Uh, and, yeah. It, didn't. It, it wasn't Hyrule Warriors, but Bayonetta 2? Yes, that was the other one that was on all of ours. So maybe that's the. And official. I think that ranked higher. Oh, there you go. Game of the Year. Basically. It, kind of, yeah. 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 I don't know. I like Shovel Knight and Bayonetta 2. They're exactly. Why? Well, I Bayon- own Bayonetta 2. Didn't, I, it's sitting on my table. I haven't checked it out yet. Did you like Bayonetta 1? Uh, reasonably, yeah. You'll, okay. re- you'll reasonably like this. <laughs> Does it have like weird variety stuff too, like the motorcycle part and Bayonetta? I, I believe so. Yeah, I have to play more of it. Okay, it's Bayonetta again. She fights her own hair. I'm told so. Right at the beginning. Good, great. I <laughs> sometime I'll be in the mood for something like that, and that'll be fine. Yeah, I, I just I picked it up because I was, oh, I was weird. It was like there was over attentive staff at Toys R Us. And I felt like that weird kind of shock. Because they had nothing guilt. to do, probably. I, maybe, but like yeah. there seemed to be a lot of people around. But it was just uh, kind of like, like every single staff member in this section has like talked to me at this point. I should probably like buy stuff or something. I just had like that weird kind of thing. I was like, I've been talking about buying this anyway, and it's here, so why not just buy it? So then I bought that. Yeah. And I think some amiibos. Why were you there? Amiibos. amiibos. I was there to like check out the new amiibo like lineup or whatever. Like what was there? That's when I got pit and all that stuff actually. So it worked okay. out. That's when I walked in just as they were unpacking the fresh ones. <laughs> and then it was like Pit, Diddy, which at that time was rare, but he's not anymore, apparently. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of sucks. And uh, Luigi, I picked up that day too, because he was brand new. So I didn't know. But he's Luigi, so he's everywhere. Yeah. They make those every. You, you've been like 
phoning the factory. And I haven't know, been phoning the factory, no. Somebody has, though. Yeah. And they're posting their findings on the internet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they're just like, oh, there's been new Fact. manufacturing dates for all of these every single day, so whatever. Link is the least rare thing happening. Why'd you I'll buy that? I'll see if I can pull it up, but yeah. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I like Link. Like, No, Link's great. Like it's in a the character end, I actually play. In the end, it doesn't really matter, because it's like, I'm just gonna probably buy the ones I like. And now, anyway. now I'm actually like pitting them against each other and stuff. So they're, I haven't maxed anybody. I don't think you maxed your Samus, right? Yeah, your Samus level fifty. We were playing against yeah. the Samus. Level fifty yeah. Samus is unstoppable. But <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. got to like level thirty range people, and then like seventeen or something. It seems like one or two battles gets them around there. Have you been playing with them, or did you just make I've, them battle? I've each pitted other? them against each other, and then I've tried fighting all of them. And it's like, first round goes in my favor, second they start, maybe I lose, and then after that, they're too good, and I suck. And then you just watch them beat each other? Beat each other. Or just, yeah. like, get really defensive against each other? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of evading and stuff. I It's probably depending on, like, what stuff I'm feeding them also, but... Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I need to unlock more items. So this here, like if you look at Marth, is Marth the rarest one? I don't know. At okay, because I actually have Marth, which is point of pride at this point, I guess. And we fit trainer. We fit, we fit trainer and Marth both only had August and September manufacture dates. So there was Villager two. only had August. That's gross, and that also explains why I've never seen one again. You should have bought it. I should have bought it. But I didn't know that I even cared when I was holding it. Yeah. So I picked up Samus, the rarest of all. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. How many times is meant? Last time was late December. Samus? Yeah. I'm going to look Samus up right now. Actually, you know what? September, October, November. That's decent. That's not bad. Because, like, if you look at, like... Uh, oh, like, there's some that have, like, 12 or I something? I think it's or... Link. August, August, September, September October, October, November, November December. December. Okay. And this only goes up to December because we're in January. Right, so they so, don't have the latest batch yet. So he will probably be January, February, March. So is Little Mac only one time also? Like it only happened in uh, December and that's it or something? Uh, Could be. Because I've never seen him in person. October. That's it? Yeah. All right. I, we figured that would be the case, but yeah. I, I, I didn't ever have a shot. I never saw it. So I've never had the chance. So you to feel buy it. worse about Villager, really? I feel worse about Villager because that was like, oh, all right, I, man, I'll pick up Samus and see if I like these, and then I'll come back here and buy them later. And it was gone. And then it was never ever anywhere again. <laughs> Let's see, Samus, or did we just look at that? We just looked at Samus. Yeah, three. so the three. Yeah, yeah. So, Toon Link, dude. That's what's next. Toon Link. Also, coming Sonic up. and Sheik. I don't and, know if either of those will be rare. Probably and not. Mega Man and... Mega Man was Ooh. not available for pre-order on Amazon, so... I yeah, it was. Not .ca when I was yeah. looking... two days ago, when I was on the internet. This was yesterday, so maybe things changed, or... I don't know. Okay. It, like, or it was just... It, like, I could have clicked on it and seen more business, but it didn't just have a price and pre-order now. It, it was, like, gray, currently unavailable, or something. It was discouraging. Weird. I was okay. not... I was not hopeful about that. Yeah. Yeah. The other is Mega Man looking like he's going to be rare, like I said, or... I don't know. That's okay. going to be a... It's kind of a weird anomaly, because it's like, he could be, but he's also kind of a staple for Capcom's, like, Nintendo presence, really. Yeah. Like, he's just 
but I don't know if Capcom has much say in it. They don't. This. Like, they don't they at licensed all. Licensed out their stuff. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Is Pac-Man gonna happen? Probably. All right. I was talking with. I was telling you this. I was talking with Tony about these, mm-hmm. and we're figuring that like he was saying they're probably gonna make all the characters. Yeah. And then I reminded him there is one character that they could be real dicks about. Think about this, Mewtwo. Okay. Because he's DLC anyways. Yeah. So you buy him, you get like the DLC character. Right. But also, what if they did like a con exclusive amiibo <laughs> or something? Yeah. yeah. Like I was thinking about like, wait, can I just wait until they release Mewtwo as like an amiibo, and then I'll at least have him sort of in the game? Yeah. Without buying the 3DS one, which I have no interest in purchasing ever. Right. So why would I play a crappy circle pad version of a game I can play HD at my house? Right. I'm not going on buses and fighting random people in Smash Brothers. Like, that's not happening. That's not my life. It could. No. No, it couldn't. <laughs> no bus goes to where we work. So it. I'm never on a bus. So, yeah. I And I can't play while I drive, so I don't know. I could play at my desk, but that, I, I don't want to play that kind of game there. Yeah. It's not what I'm going to do. So, I don't know. I don't know. Amiibos. Amiibos are... There's something else. Are they? Like, They're... I feel silly, kind of. I've spent more than twice the cost of the video game. I yeah, ostensibly and bought them for. Sure. <sighs> yeah. Nintendo succeeded. They... Did you get Yoshi yet? No. No. <laughs> I he He's readily available, though, so it's, it's no it's problem. It's not a big deal. And I have no... Like, do you have them, or...? Yeah, they're over there somewhere. Okay. Just, is he fine? Because, like, your Kirby just... Oh, I don't have... From I don't have Yoshi. Oh, okay, okay. Never bought him. Just with Kirby, he's got that weird seam. Yeah. That was kind of a bummer. I was just yeah. not happy with that. It's weird. So hopefully Yoshi doesn't have any weird defective. But like all the Samus's kind of tip to their left a little bit. No, to I their don't know right. If that's wrong, though. It like, might it's not just be. It's like a swaggery mid stride. It might be. I'm a bounty hunter. I don't know. Uh, John showed me his ditty, and the eyes are like the pupils kind of one's off. Weird. And like, yeah. Okay. So, d- did you notice that at all? I haven't keenly stared at Diddy. Okay. My Link looks a little weird eye-wise, though. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. It looks a little silly. I think mine does, too. I can't remember. Yeah, there's Link right there. How's he looking? Just kinda Actually, you know what? It's not that it's bad. It's not that bad? Hmm. I think, I think mine's a little goofier. A little derpier? I don't know. His eyes are pretty small. Yeah, but, they yeah. really really are small. Beady little eyes. The sword is bendy though, which bugs me. Mm. I, I, I still don't like that he's like mid jump with like like a, the little yellow bracer thing. Some weird battle pose. Yeah. Yeah. Fox is like mid stride too. So he's got like a blue one. I don't know. They're little trophy things of strange Nintendo franchises I have history with. So I don't have any history with Villager at all. I've never played Animal Crossing. Yeah, okay. Ever. Whereas I have, and I was bummed out he didn't have, like, the bug net or anything. Yeah. He was just standing there. So I was like, eh, this this figure's kind of lame. Samus is kind of weird. And then... Samus is cool. She's got the whole, like, Jesus Savior pose going on. Yep. And kind of a little bit drunk tilting. Yeah. That's pretty good. (laughs) Space one. Yeah. And then Kirby has his little butt flap. Which is so silly. Like, he's supposed to be the perfect orb. He's cute, though. He's just sitting. 
I like really that. Care. I like that he's just chilling. Yeah. Doesn't care. Because Link's like, oh, I'm ready to go. Kirby's like, eh. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. I'm relaxing. After a fight. I don't know. I guess so. But or like, hey, who, who would want to fight that? Nobody. That's that's how he gets it. Yeah. You ever watch Perfect Kirby? You know what I'm talking about? No idea. There was like a Newgrounds, like, Flash animated series about what if Kirby joined Joanna Dark and shot people. Okay. It was really dumb, but it yeah, was like... it was on Newgrounds. Ago. Yeah. It yeah. was internet tomfoolery. Inter- it was in I thought was early funny. internet. There's probably like Matrix parodies and, and stuff And like in Pico. It. What? Do you remember Pico? Is it Pico? I don't know. I think it was. The like anim- animated game where like you go in and shoot up a school. No. Oh, okay. I did enjoy the Madness series. It was like Madness Interactive was like a Flash-based game they did. Okay. It's, it's basically... It's not quite like the stick fighting kind of stuff, but it's a little bit more evolved of that. But it's like Kill Bill type stuff. You remember like Stick a, Death then? I remember, yeah, all those. Everybody does. Yeah. Except for fights. people. It's and now weird. those are GIFs, basically. It's weird because there's people out there that weren't even born when Stick Death like was a yeah. thing. There's like some 12-year-olds just like, what? what? Yeah. It's like, oh, is this Flash animation from before you were born? They were fluid animations too. Yeah. I mean they were stick people, but still, they were they were like sixty frames per second animations. They were pretty good. I wonder if you can even really like trace the history of the people that made those or if it's like some dumb online handle. Yeah. And then you don't know if like did that person become an animator or are they just like an accountant now? Like they just kinda like hmm. Yeah, I was bored at work and I made this little flip book like stick man and then I animated it at home. I don't know. It's a pretty uh, good question. At least this video, nothing happened because it was you don't make money off the internet. That's silly. Yeah, they and didn't. Now I go to work. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because if he had put, oh, maybe there were ads on his site though. I can't remember. Maybe. He might have made money. Bought a Ferrari or something, or like just wasted it in the stock market or something. Who yeah. knows? Before the crash in 08, history. It's probably what happened. Yeah, stickman we invented. Strawman rather. Strawman, I know. Stickman, strawman, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. It's been a recurring thing. Anyway, so hey, it's the Burning Barrel Podcast. We're back. <laughs> yes. We're uh, kind of. Yeah. We're trying something out. Um, we never went anywhere. No, to that's them. true. We, we, yeah. Yeah, but. You guys like, did they die? I don't know. It's been more than three weeks. They, they know. We I haven't heard of them since last year. Maybe they're gone. You're not wrong. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a while ago. New year. What was the thing that was happening last time? I don't know. Like a lot, a lot of media has been ingested since then. Yeah. So now I can kind of what's like, the, like the important stuff distill though, down to like just the stuff that stands out now. Yeah, it's probably the best way to do it. Um, hey, before last week's one, that whole North Korea interview stuff hadn't happened. The interview. Yeah. yeah, that was like banned, and then it wasn't banned, and then it came out on like Xbox and iTunes, and then I watched it. Yeah. Uh, it's not very good. <laughs> it's kind of a middling comedy. I don't. So it's a Seth Rogen, James it's a Franco, Seth Rogen, James Franco thing. It's less good than this is the end. How do you mm. feel about that? I don't like it. It's it's less bombastic, and entertaining than that's that. bad. Yeah, that's not good. This whole time, like this, the whole advertising cycle for this movie, I've been kind of like, why is this movie? Like the joke isn't that funny. It's just like, what if this current leader like died or like was bad, and we went to kill him? It's like, is that a joke? That's like not kind of a threat. It's like a kind of not not to be like oh it's insensitive. It's just like that's just kind of weird and crass. Like why would you do that? Yeah, that's a 
dumb premise. And then they're just like, no, we're kind of rolling with it. And then Korea got all offended about it. Uh, kind of blew up its spotlight a bunch by decrying it to the point where it was almost pulled. And yeah. then the president weighed in on it and it all got way out of hand. And then the movie came out and whatever. Like, a, th- There's a part with a tiger that's kind of funny. Okay. It got a laugh out of me at one point. Okay. James Franco says something really dumb about a tiger. So James you know, Franco says something dumb? He says a lot of dumb things in that, but that one was okay. Also, this movie... I've complained about this in person to you, and I just want to voice it somewhere else. Uh, Katy Perry songs aren't funny. Like, that isn't a punchline, but they treat it as such. It's just like, what if Kim Jong-un really liked that song Fireworks? Mm -hmm. And I shrug and go, okay. What if if he does? That that could be a thing. And they're just like... It's a popular song. Yeah, it's so. a popular song. It's it's fine. I don't know. And it's just like, no, but that would be really funny. I don't mind that song. I don't. Well, watch this. This movie treats it with gusto. It's like all over that movie. They play yeah, but it's fireworks. A, it's, like a sarca- three times. it's a sarcastic thing, though, obviously. Pro- yeah, probably. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, the climax of that movie features that song. Great. They're like, slow motion and that song plays and. I, I don't Do know. Do you I, ever feel like a paper bag? No. Blowing through the wind, wanting to start again? I know that song. Yeah. <laughs> Quite well. I, I... <sighs> oh, this is bad. Katy Perry. Hilarious. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, the interview came and went, and whatever. It's probably going to lose money for a while, just because they weren't able to release it conventionally, but it costs like six bucks or something to watch on... Google Video, I think Yes, it was. it's on YouTube to rent. Yeah, that's so, how we watched it. There's YouTube. I think uh, we watched it Christmas Day. We got a- back from like... No, Christmas Eve. We got back from Christmas dinner stuff, and then we're just like, eh, this is out, and people are talking about it, and we were probably going to end up seeing it for some reason So like anyway. topical. So, yeah, this is topical like right now. Yeah. Whatever. And then watch it, and yeah, there's like a joke or two that works, and it, but generally, I don't know. It's it's gotten way more attention than it ever really needed to. It's uh, like a James Franco, Seth Rogen movie. I like I'm not both a, of those guys and some stuff. I'm not a huge fan of the movies they do together. It's been a while, maybe. Maybe because like, I'm not a stoner. Pineapple Express again. Yeah, and it's okay. I'm not a stoner though, so like, and I find stoners kind of re- reprehensible. They're oh, yeah. anno- they're just annoying. Not like I'm not morally like just, you against. You smell them. bad. No, go away. no, not even that. Because okay. I'm fine with people that smoke. Obviously, yeah. I'm fine with people that smoke that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with people that do drugs. It's just that when you're like, huh, yeah, like when you're talking like a stoner, I fucking hate you. Like I okay. hate it. They're just like, Cheech and Chong, not funny. Yeah, not really. That '70s show, not funny. That '70s show, not funny. Yeah. Cheech and Chong gets somewhat of a pass because they were the originals. Like they were doing it before it was played out. Before every fucking they played ele- it out. Before every eleven-year-old teenager thought it was cool to like smoke weed and just have a shirt with the leaves on it. I mean, hey, subversive. I I'm not even counting me out of this because when I was a kid, the first website I built in GeoCities was like something 420, and it was just <laughs> a bunch of weed plants and stuff. Great. Yeah. So, a little history. I'm a hypocrite, but I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. People change, and then you decry your former self. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I guess I'm more annoyed that they're, like, grown-ass men with the careers, and they're still doing it, though. Maybe that's what annoys me, because 
it's a little more palatable when it's just like, oh, they're just a stupid kid. It's like, oh, they're just a stupid 30-something-year-old with millions. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I don't mind them in some stuff. So, like, I don't uh, know. From Dust Till Dawn. Cheech Marin. Oh, I'm not talking about Cheech. I'm oh. talking about Rogan and, uh... Oh. Yeah. Rogan and Franco. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think when that was last time, really. I was, uh, excited about stuff they were involved with. Like, excited, excited? Yeah. I think I was excited for Knocked Up because I was still riding the high that I got from watching 40-Year-Old Virgin in the theater. Okay. I don't like that movie anymore. Like, I tried I've watching seen it, it again. I've seen it a few home. times, yeah. Leslie Mann is too irritating. In everything, it, though? Yes. She's never been good. But that character in that movie specifically just, like, ruins the fun. And I just was just like, I why do I have this and got rid of it? Um, I don't like, um, who the hell was the main girl? Catherine Heigl? Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Are we talking about Knocked Up right we're now? We're talking about Knocked Up, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about 40-Year-Old Virgin. No, no. Because like, Leslie Mann's in that and she's, she's annoying in, as She's well. in all of that. But, I mean, yeah. she was, she. was I found her more annoying in... Uh, knocked up as like oh, the sister in law yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just like this weird, like too serious thread in the movie of just like, I think Paul Rudd's cheating on me. And then it's like, you're, you're fantasy sports. What? I'm really upset about that. And I was just like, why is this even happening? Like, this movie doesn't need to be two hours and 20 minutes long. Why? Cut the those cut characters out. out completely. Ah, and then they got their own spin off movie. And I've heard it's okay, but I don't really want to watch Did it. Did they? This is 40. Yeah. Oh. It's it's like the same characters, but dealing with marital problems and stuff. It would be hilarious if they got different actor and actress for that. Like, yeah, we recast them. But Christian the same Bale. It's like, why? Christian Bale and Helen. Yeah, and Judd Apatow still directed it and didn't cast his wife. It's like Mia Jovovich for no reason. It's Paul W. Sanderson's sure. wife. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, why not? Whatever. Comedies. Um. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, like, comedies... That yeah. I watched on the internet. Oh, God. This one didn't get maybe as much discussion as I thought it might. Uh, Jason Reitman's latest, Men, Women, and Children. Yeah, okay. Any, do you, no. This movie just like came and went because critics just hated it. Why? Uh, because they love their iPads like a lot and didn't like that this movie was like questioning internet use <coughs> nowadays, maybe. That's my theory. I don't know. It's not a perfect movie at all, but I thought it was, like, impressive that this movie was trying to write for the internet age. Okay. Because, like, I find, like, it's so easy to be... Like, at this point, I almost look at, like, oh, a period piece is coming out. Those screenwriters couldn't figure it out. That's why they escaped into the past, because it's easy to write before cell phones and, like, internet constantly. Yeah. Because the way people interact now is, like, boring to look at. Sure. Because it's two people kind of staring at a little square... And then, oh, they just, they're hooking up right now. They're like planning a date or something. And it's just like, yeah, but they're just glowing and looking at a glowing screen. Yeah. That's boring. So this movie at least tries to capture what's the way people communicate. Yeah. But they run into some problems, but I at least found it interesting to kind of think about how would you even address this? Cause like, okay, it's basically about a bunch of, uh, kind of parents and then their teenagers. And how they're both kind of using the internet and social networks and texting and all this kind of stuff okay. to kind of interact. 
it was almost like as I was watching it, it was like, what if Fast Times at Ridgemont High Happen came out now. like now? Okay. So it's similarly like sometimes funny, but sometimes not funny at all. So like Degrassi or something. Well, like the the plot line I always remember from Fast Times is like, oh yeah, there's like a teenage pregnancy and like abortion in that movie. Yeah. Like there's this like part that just isn't funny at all. Yeah. And like this movie kind of maybe leans more to that about like there there's almost like the same subplot happens for one of the characters. There's like a husband and wife kind of finding like online dating services and like cheating on each other Mm. like in the same room as each other basically on a browser. Like they're just like I just got an email from like this like Ashley Madison site. Like they actually address like real websites and like Adam Sandler's trying to go on Pornhub but he's got too much malware so he goes on his son's computer and just looks through his history and is like, oh, he's already porning it up. Whatever. And, like, goes on that link. and That's weird. Yeah. But, like, it's, I don't know, trying to be contemporary, but it's, like, the internet is too fast for yeah. a movie to, like, be written, get produced, edited, and then come out. So it, like, doesn't address a bunch of stuff, too. Like, there's no kind of FaceTime or Skyping or YouTube or anything. <laughs> wow. Because it's, like... This is like a Facebook Twitter movie, but Weird. it couldn't keep up with like what was else is happening or Twitch or anything. Like there's there's no way to like account for all the things the internet is constantly up to. Of course. So I can't I can't fault it for like no, you should have made this faster or something. Like it's like nice try, but you kind of almost you kind of missed your window, but there still you, isn't a movie you quite had like, like what, this. a weekend. You had a weekend to like really yeah. hit and you missed it. But yeah. oh well. Uh but I don't know, like it's they they do a lot of the kind of remember like early episodes of House of Cards had like characters texting and stuff and like they would have yep. the text floating. I like in the that. Air. That's good. They they do a lot of stuff like that or like a person scrolling and then it's like on their screen in the scene but also like left of your screen so you're kind of like almost perceiving it as they are or whatever. Like there's a there's a character who is anorexic and has like a really bad online peer group that's like oh don't don't eat it you should just like smell the food and eat celery and stuff. Like there's that, there's her problems. There's Jennifer Garner. Who's like a super celery. Sure. But like, (laughs) don't just eat celery. No. Uh, Jennifer Garner's character is maybe like one of the weirdest for me. Cause like she is super rigid about online stuff to the point where she has like a key logger installed in their house and is like monitoring her daughter's like passwords for everything. And like deleting Facebook posts that she's getting from boys and stuff. Cause she's like, no, this is, this is inappropriate. Weird. And just like monitoring, micromanaging her okay. relationship and stuff. And it just seemed like that is like probably a really contemporary parenting issue that I've never thought of. And like this movie is addressing something. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know that that, mo- like the movie like dramatically pays off. Like it, it feels really like small focused in a way. Like the way the internet has like international communication. Yeah. They just don't really get into it. It's all like people in the same town. It's like a microcosm yeah. like story about the internet. Like it's like, oh no, my friend on the internet is gonna commit suicide. I better go to his house. Like that's not a solution in like, oh no, this person in the UK that I just met on Omegle is gonna commit suicide. What okay, you never finished that story. I know. That that is that story. That's I I, I Skyped with them and like talked to them a bit and Were they actually gonna they, kill they themselves? Were, uh, you Skyped with them? Yeah, right? But that's just weird. texting. Like, just typing through oh, okay. it. okay. Just messenger or whatever. I didn't actually video talk with them, because that would be weird. I, yeah, that was a weird internet. When was like, that? That was probably two years ago. 
It was a while ago. Okay. But it's still, like, but yeah, like, two years ago is about what this movie feels like. But it was still kind of, I don't know, it's still kind of a novel thing. But it may be immediately dated, though. So I don't I don't necessarily fault critics for, like, not being into it. Okay. But I kind of feel like it is still distinct enough to, like, be a conversation piece. It almost feels like a movie of the week style thing, though, or something, though. Like, it's like okay. the dangers of the internet, the movie brought to you by Lifetime or something. Yeah. And it's like, all right. But it's got, like, a higher profile cast than something like that would have. And it's like, pretty slickly put together. Yeah. Like, I actually ended up watching it twice in the last little while, because, like, I watched it with my friend Ryan, but then I was like, this is topical stuff, I want Brittany to see this, so then I went home, and, like, a few days later, we watched it together, and then talked about some stuff. Because it's got a lot of, kind of, like, just modern issues that are, like, I, I never thought about that. Like, actually... Judy Greer's character is, like, basically the polar opposite of Jennifer Garner's attitude. And just doesn't... Of, like, look. she's basically, like, exploiting her kid online. Oh. Like, oh, my daughter's got a sexy blog that I maintain, and I'm gonna go take photos of her while she's cheerleading, and then post them on this blog. And you're just like, that's a really weird way to do anything, but maybe somebody somewhere is doing that. I'm I don't sure know. they are. Yeah, or, like, trying to, like, oh, we got more subscribers today, and, like, that kind of weird chasing the internet attention and money and whatever. Like, it's got some of that. So, it's a kind of cool movie for 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 those reasons. It it's maybe a little shrill dramatically in the last little bit. And okay, here here's like a specific gaming related thing that I'm gonna run by you. Yeah, I think the movie just gets this wrong. Okay, and it kind of bummed me out. Does Guild Wars two have a subscription model, or is it just free to play? Yes. Like once you buy it, you play it. Or do you pay $15 a month to play? I think you pay. Really? Because I remember it went free okay. for a weekend, and I downloaded it then, and now I haven't played it because... No, well, I don't mean it's free to play, but I thought it was $60 retail purchase, like the first It is course, a purchase. And then you're good forever. Like, it's just, it's like an online, you just go online and battle it up and do all that stuff, but it's not a recurring subscription thing. It's like you bought the game. Thank you. Yeah, and then no, there's expansions you're right. and I'm, stuff, right? I'm pretty sure, actually, you're right. Yeah. If it's the same model as the first Guild Wars, that's when I was playing, so I don't know. But either way, there's kind of, like, a key thing that happens to a character where, like, his uh, kind of big friends online support network uh, is through Guild Wars 2. Okay. And his dad kind of gets, like, I don't, like, Dean Norris is his dad, and he's just like, I don't, Great. what's going on with this? I don't Did he die at the uh, end? No. Uh <laughs> Oh, never mind. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, but he's he's not he's not understanding the Guild Wars two, and then he sees like what the Guild is talking about, mm -hmm. and doesn't like how they conduct themselves on the internet. They're they're kind of crude dudes on there. Of they're, course they are. They're using terms like milf and stuff. And well, he doesn't appreciate that. You can thank American Pie for that, by the way. What milf? Oh, really? Is that the That's first a, one? Yeah. Okay. Great memes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. He phones his credit card company yeah. and gets them to delete the game okay. entirely. That doesn't make any sense, right? Right. What I just the sentence I just said is stated in the movie, and I was just like, "What? That doesn't." And then the movie tries to be hip about it with like the son being like, "Great, I'll just reinstall the application." No, you can't. I called the credit card company and had them cancel your account. It's like, 
But I don't think you do that with Guild Wars 2. That was where I, I kind of like I think leaned you forward could. and scrunched up my eyes. I think you could if you called the credit card company said, like, there was fraud or something, so this transaction can't apply or whatever. Okay. And since everything online on, like, PC for Steam or, like, whatever... Yeah, is a this would be, like, arena net. It's a digital, like... Because when you buy a game on Steam, say, right? Right. You don't buy the game and have a copy you are licensing the ability to download that game so they can cut you off. Right, like Steam could cut me off, but like could a parent cut off their kid just because they don't like it or something? A parent probably couldn't, but if the kid used their credit card to buy the game online and you called the credit card company and said it was fraud, the company... Well, but you're lying if you say it's fraud because it isn't. Yeah. Okay. If like you could be, they a don't really parent. elaborate on yeah. this conversation, so they just kind of say that like it's a thing. And I was like, I'm not convinced that's a thing. Sure. I don't know if you did your homework on this one specific. Point. I'm pretty sure they didn't. Okay. So, and it's pretty key that he can't play Guild Wars anymore because he gets really upset about it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think you, I think you could, I, I, I think you could just reinstall it. But like, see, the weird thing is that if he got really upset about it, he would just have to like have a webcam on recording, put it on YouTube, and he'll be a viral star. Oh, star. right, that crap that happened. That happened a while ago, but like, yeah, the angry like wow. But again, kid. YouTube not a factor. They don't talk about YouTube at all. He tried to put that remote control up his ass. <laughs> I did, I did see that. Why? I don't know. He because was it was really fake. Upset. Like, yeah. Yeah, but like, because internet. It's really weird. Uh, yeah, just so... Just tries to shove it right in there. <laughs> anyway. That was a part of that video. Did that... Is he set for life now? Millions and millions of views? He's good? He's He so. has more videos that are kind of the same, and people eat it up. <sighs> I don't get it. Yeah, so this movie can't cover everything and doesn't address stuff like that, which I kind of wish they did. But they... they <laughs> yeah. They give it the good old college try or whatever... Yeah. They kind of lean heavy on some stuff I, w- I wasn't into, like uh, Carl Sagan's Pale Blue Dot is, like, clutch. They talk about it a lot, and okay. I, it just seems kind of like, I don't know, we don't really have a conclusion about how we're going to deal with this as a people, but uh, we're all just dust in a sunbeam anyway, so whatever. Thanks for watching. And it's like, okay. Thanks for watching. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. It It could be a lot stronger, but... Nobody else, I feel, has, like, really tried to write internet, and it's so hard. And this ma- movie makes it clear that it's like, wow, yeah, like, I don't know how you make this compelling. Because, like, this is, like, a pretty established filmmaker at this point, decade into his career or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of good, but, like, har- it's hard. It- but Parts not of very. it don't connect, and some of it seems kind of, like, pared down or simplified. You know, like, the same kind of, like... You could go visit or, like, talk to your neighbor or something. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's not the internet. The internet is, I don't know anyone who lives anywhere near me because the people I do know live in Paraguay because I only care about the internet. Paraguay. I chose a random country. Okay. It's a funny name. Uh, Apologies to our Paraguayan listeners. What about Uruguay? Nah, it's good. Okay. It's been mentioned more times. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. Anyway. Ecuador? Men, women, and children. It's uh, available now, and it's it's... I, it's like a war, like, I don't know. I feel like if you watch this with a bunch of like similar age range adults and you can have a conversation about it, but is it a great movie? Man, eh. and it's not. probably going to fade like really quickly into kind of just, this is so out of touch and not at all resembling what was going on, but which is why people don't make those movies. It, yeah, it's like, tough. And like, you, you yeah. can't make one that like transcends uh, like looking forward or something like they specifically call out like 
Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and talk about those things, but they mm. obviously can't future-proof it too much, so it's probably going to seem really out like out of touch in a couple years. That's like talking about MySpace. Actually, to ba- to basically illustrate that one of the characters' dads is out of touch, he mentions MySpace. Of course. And it's like, yeah, no, that guy doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, like J- Jennifer Garner's husband is just like, the MySpace or whatever, and you're just like, okay, well, that guy isn't paying attention. Friend book <laughs> or something. Friendster, I don't know. There is, there was yeah, a Friendster. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, it might be, might be uh, worth a look, but I thought it was interesting anyway. Okay. Um, good stuff. I don't know. Have you seen any good stuff last while? Like just flat out great stuff. There's like, man, you gotta check this movie out. So good. Everything's pretty good when you have no expectations. I guess so. <laughs> so was there something like that? I'm sure there was. I'm trying to think on the top of my head here. It's been a while. Hmm. Um, I feel like I've watched a. Mo- I we went to a movie, but I can't remember. We I talked mean- about Interstellar. That was, Uh, like, the second... That was, actually, I think, the last time we talked. Yeah, that sounds about right. So... Um, Theatrically, uh, The Imitation Game, I mm -hmm. saw that, which is getting a lot of Oscar talk and whatnot, because it's a very... Much to your chagrin. Mm Hmm? Much to Uh, your chagrin. It's like... Or you don't care enough to really have chagrin. I'm not, like, mad at the movie, but it, it, like... Like, I actively did not like King's Speech very much. That yeah. was also the Weinstein Company kind of smooth smooth talking everybody and getting Oscars and whatever a few years ago. Yeah. Uh this is same kind of ballpark of just like British period piece, like biopic, you know. Yeah. It's kind of a tragic central hero figure and all this. But it's like at least about something that I kinda care about, which is like you know, Alan Turing, early computer type stuff. Yeah, like it kind of leads into stuff that matters to me more so, and it's got Benedict Cumberbatch, who's Sherlock, and he's an entertaining fo- guy on that, which we've seen all those episodes and everything. So there's some affinity there. Uh, Kira Knightley don't care, and she's in it a lot. So she kind of fell off. Well, she's still way. around, but apparently, uh, yeah, like post pirates. You're saying like, and what was that, King Arthur? Oh yeah. Yeah. I never saw that movie. She was Gwendolyn or whatever. She's totally, yeah, right. She's totally in that movie. Uh, and what was that? There was a Cronenberg movie a few years ago that was actually okay, but she was not my favorite component of that either. Hmm. Viggo Mortensen, Mike Fassbender, The Danger, Dangerous Method. Yeah. Which, okay movie. She didn't really help out much there either. I felt like she cries and does acting stuff, but I just don't care. I don't like, I don't like it very much. I don't know why. Her? She's, yeah, yeah, she's, she's not great. Yeah, and she's in this movie a lot too. Um, but yeah, ben- Benedict is uh, kind of <sighs> smartest guy in the room, but kind of an asshole, like Asperger ish kind of interactions with people, and that's kind of funny sometimes. But it's a very straightforward movie. Like it's just we need to crack this code. We gotta stop the Nazis, and we're gonna do this thing. And do they do it? They do. Okay. And then there's like really. Stretching it like oh, dramatic right. things. It's that, that movie. Yeah. yeah okay. It's, it's the World War Two. That's right. Code, code break and stuff. So yeah. he's trying to get this computer to kind of help them out doing that. And yeah, like like it's fine. There's some fine supporting performance. Like uh, uh, Mark Strong is perfect as the MI6 guy. Like he's kind of not being super transparent about like yeah I'm working I'm a secret agent kind of guy and whatever. Like he he's he does his job, but. 
I don't know. It's like very straightforward. It's like there are flashbacks to him as a kid and like a formative thing that happened to him and like, oh, he's a closeted homosexual and that that's perfect for Oscar <laughs> campaigning and whatever, like this yeah. tragic hero. But I guess all this stuff about like tragically overlooked geniuses that society kind of really abused to the point where they killed themselves, mm-hmm. making a movie about them like 60 years later doesn't really do anything. It doesn't help. Like It doesn't yeah. help anything. It's just like, yeah, no, it really sucks that you guys did that as like a culture and really alienated this dude and he did that. Just like Mad City. Just like Mad City. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh yeah, Josh Fulta, poor tragic guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It's exactly the working man. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like a thing that Hollywood and movies and stuff seem to kind of do is like, we'll, we'll, we'll apologize decades later with this kind of sappy biopic and this is that, that for this year. Yeah. And it, it's totally fine at doing what it does, but it's, it is not my favorite thing of recent times. It's, it's not bad though. It's just, it's just a straightforward movie. It is. It's going to win everything. I really hope it doesn't. Like, I, it doesn't deserve to. It should not no, win it, many things. What was it. it that you said was probably going to win? The. I don't know. What, like, what's the no. hot? I'm just trying to remember you were saying there was a movie that you were pissed off about. This year? Well, 2014. Yeah, well, yeah. oh, right, sorry. This year's eligible films. Yeah. Right, they announced the Oscar nominees in, what, it's oh, eight days? Birdman or whatever. Oh, Birdman. Birdman's yeah. getting so much, like, hype right now, and that, that also is kind of like, that does not deserve that at all. Like, what are you talking about? But, yeah, if like, if there's a movie this year that's just, like, I don't personally, like, I wasn't, my mind wasn't blown by this movie, but if they're just like, you know what, this is amazing, we're, we're gonna give it best picture, like, come on. Uh, Boyhood. Okay. It was good, it came and went for me, but it was like, no, this is like a unique thing, like, a lot of effort was put into this, and I, it's got resonant stuff in there. Like, that, if that one, I'd be totally fine with it. I don't think it's getting that kind of talk, though, which mm. is kind of too bad, cause it kind of earns it through just, effort and monumental task and undertaking and whatever right like this dozen year it's project. the mad city of 2014 right? no no <laughs> <laughs> city was never anything to anybody like what are you talking about which is a damn shame yeah tragically overlooked see no. you're right it was or i was right <laughs> boyhood's being overlooked it's the mad city Boy, of 2014 Boyhood might get overlooked uh grand budapest is getting some talk and that's obviously still my favorite it's your four like, front far runner. far yeah. away my favorite movie of this last year but uh I know it's got Golden Globe nominations and stuff, but I, I don't know if it's going to be able to win over. Does it have any Razzies? No, I don't think so. Oh. I don't know what the Razzies are doing this year. I don't pick. They announced their nominations the same day as the Oscars. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I'm trying to even think back on like what was some just garbage I mean, that if, came out last if year. If they don't have Razzie talk, I don't know how good Grand Be- Budapest Hotel could be if they're not going to get a Razzie. That's like the epitome of awards <laughs> right there. Quality right there, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think they'll. Was get... there a Twilight movie? There was 2000... not a Twilight movie. There wasn't. I don't know if they're gonna like be like, man, Divergent sucks or something. It's like I've heard it wasn't amazing, but Maze Runner. Like I don't know. What are they gonna rag on? Maze Runner, maybe. Sure. Like what was? But was there anything that was just like, oh man, this is just pure trash. This is was terrible. Adam Sandler in anything this year? Uh, well, I mean, he's in Men, Women, and well, Children. Well, no, no, you know what I mean. I hope mean. they don't rag on that movie because it doesn't deserve it. But critics hate it. I don't know. They will then. Probably. Uh, I don't know. I I can't think back on like I I didn't see any just total dogs in the theater, so I don't. What about at home though? Triple X State of the Union. 
but I don't think it's eligible for this year's awards. I don't know. If you watch it this year, then maybe. I yeah. did. I did sort of. I turned it on and walked away. But uh, Left Behind, oh, Frankenstein, God. Legend of Hercules. Are you? Here? Oh, I have Frankenstein. That's a that's a perfect candidate. Yeah, that could happen. Okay. Oh no! Are you here? Isn't that the that's the guy who did Mad Men? I think that's his movie. Is it? I think so. I remember it was like critically. Matthew Weiner. Yep, that's him. Well, that's him. So great. Oh, that's the yeah the Owen Wilson. Right? Yeah. Okay. I never saw that. Star of uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. There you go. Yeah, Transformers Transformers Four. That movie was terrible. There you so go. So I would be okay with that getting ragged on a bit. Transcendence was weird. Ninja Turtles will be there. Maybe? It, like, they're probably just making out, like, creepiest CGI or something. Yeah, weird, gross monster men. Sabotage. Oh, yeah. Need for Speed. That came out. Just kind of rain on Aaron Paul's parade a bit. Yeah, fuck that guy. You don't like Aaron Paul? No, he's fine. He just says bitch very well. Well, oh, he's been like, that specific thing has typecast him so much. Like, yeah. everyone, you yeah. can't talk about Aaron Paul without someone saying bitch within like 30 seconds. Yeah, it's true. And I don't, that, is that fair? He doesn't even say it that often, does he? Yeah. But like every episode? Not every. Yeah. I will give you that. And he stopped talking about Funyuns after like season two, so it's I don't know. Funyuns are great. Yeah, he's a, he's actually, a rich, not. diverse character. He's got the Spanish actually, girlfriend. Actually, his character is the one that like has the most ups and downs that whole series. He's in that cage at the end. You're like, oh no, I hope that's not With how he beard. goes out. Yeah. And the long hair. And then he drives away. He's like, yeah, driving. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> driving, bitch. Yep. He just. <laughs> That's his famous line. Yeah. Oh, weird horror. Dumb movies. and Dumber Two will probably be on of really Razzies. Like it's it's like a Farrelly Brothers gross out thing. It just does its thing. It doesn't. Horror Muscle Two was okay. Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas was this year. Yeah. Technically, oh. it kind of just didn't really get released widely. Yeah. I saw it at a weird. Well, it's on Netflix. One time thing. <laughs> It's I I didn't hate it. I thought it was kind of dumb and fun in a in a kind of stupid lowbrow way, but whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Grand Budapest, though. Speaking of that. Okay. I've been reading a lot of Stefan Zweig stories. Yeah. Hold on to your like seats, guys. This is like Austrian literature hour. Oh man, I'm gonna tell you so many stories. Austrian literature. I'm not. I'm not gonna elaborate too much. Uh, the story Compulsion is maybe a front runner as like just a really neat short novella kind of thing that was in there. Uh, I got a big uh, collected stories thing. Anyway, uh, Austrian dude who inspired that movie through his books and writings and whatever. He actually only has one full novel, but whatever. I'm not going to belabor it. Um, okay. Trying to think back to where I wanted to go with him in general. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. It's too serious. It's too serious. For what this. is it? He 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 like died. He committed suicide. It was real sad. And oh, a lot of decent people died by suicide. Yeah, I'm trying to think why that would seem like especially pertinent right now, but it's just I don't know. It's been like a weird recurring downbeat thing. But yeah, it's kind of men, women, children touches on it too. Mm. Uh, I... Does someone commit suicide this year? No. Okay. 
I don't think so. So that's not it then? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like a exactly a weird personal thing. It's more just like, yeah, somber topics of late. And okay, I guess it's really just like reading stories from somebody where you know their ultimate fate. Yeah. And then in the stories, there's often a lot of like really depressed characters and sometimes suicide is like spelled out specifically. And it's yeah. really creepy now. Like yeah. reading it is just kind of like, like you're in the mind of like a really depressed person and you know they weren't kidding. Yeah. Because you know how it ended, and it's just kind of like this extra, like, level of importance or something to it, and I don't know. He has, like, a really interesting way, like, he actually was friends with Sigmund Freud, so, like, he writes kind of fiction about people's, like, just encountering weird psychological hurdles, and, like, he gets the mind in a really weird way, so reading his stuff is kind of, like, compelling, but, like, really sad and strange and i don't know it's like a weird cocktail of emotions and i'm not sure what how i describe it as like oh it's really fun it's not <laughs> which is weird because like grand budapest is like a really goofy comedy for the most part mm-hmm. but there's like a little like there's like a strain of like strange kind of downbeat stuff through it and that's where that's where that comes from is like his stuff right and like this kind of mid between wars period specifically where he spent most of his life is kind of like i'd never really thought about that before of like how depressing that generation would have been of like, oh, we just got through this like horrible giant world conflict, but we got it behind us. We can hang out. Everything's going, okay, why are our countries starting to bicker again? Oh no, this is going so bad. And then 1939 happens and you're like super bummed out because yeah. it happened again. Like yeah. within the same time, to- like within your lifetime, you saw this like garbage thing happen the twice. The two worst wars. Yeah. Especially if you're, like, in Europe and have friends from all over the, like, all over the continent. Yeah. Like, he would just be, like, popping across the border and visiting his German friends and then popping over back to Austria and then going up to France and, like, just hanging out with all these artist friends. And then that couldn't happen anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, like, papers, please, literally started, like, breaking things up and just, like, yeah, this is getting really repressive and really bad. And, Mm -hmm. like, seeing that reflected in his fiction is just kind of, like... What a strange time to... Maybe that's why you like Papers, Please, too. Because you get to be the agent of people's, like, despair in that regard. Oh, but like, it's not slowly. a place... Or you can try to help, but you're still within the system. And you can't... Well, you just fuck yourself flagrantly. over. Yeah. yeah. You're, like, cutting your own family's food supply short and stuff to try to help out. And covering up people trying to sneak across the border. You like that game, right? I did really like that game. But, yeah, it is kind of a... It's not a fun one. Melancholic downbeat oh yeah no it's not a good time not a good time cart lifestyle like it's that kind of just bad desperate more repressive well yeah well it's more system stuff as opposed to like you're a single guy like or just a trying to make it person trying to scratch out a living or whatever it's almost too like maybe cart life is more depressing then yeah but yeah more repressing or more like relatable Whereas Papers, Please yeah. is like, I don't live in the Soviet bloc in the 70s or whatever, so it's there not is, the same. There is, like, a relation you can pull from it, though, where it's just like, these ducks aren't all in a row, this guy can't go through. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, like, this is just, ro- like, bureaucracy stuff, yeah. Like, I guess having yeah. to kind of engage with that for employment is kind of, does make that a weirder experience of just like, no, this is kind of true. Like, this is kind of true. It's yeah. like, a little exaggerated or a little worse in this game than it is, but it's still, it's getting pretty No, bad. but it's weird because it's like, it's not, Papers, Please isn't relatable because we deal with people because we don't. Yeah. But it's relatable in the sense that, like, 
I understand where it's coming from, and I hate the people in the game that don't have their documentation right. Right. Because it's like, if what this... What are you thinking? Like, yeah. How would you, why would you wait in line for hours with this? Right, like, because this every day so we incorrect. get that, it's like, why would you send me this? This can't... This is not going to send your stuff. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> and then you put it to the side of your... De- like, it's... Yeah. There's a weird, like, understanding of the system, which is scary. Right. You start to sympathize too much with the rules and... Because you're used to having you're actually, to. like, choking out joy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's your job. You're... Su- yeah. Like, like, you're used to No, you to gotta watch out for it. this to prevent this from happening. And mm-hmm. it's like, but what's, what's gonna happen? They won't give us enough money. Like, that's our situation, as opposed to, like, well, they're, they'll escape our, like, regime. And that's not good. They're both ridiculous. Yeah, it's both pretty bad. I mean, it's exactly the same consequence at the end. Mm-hmm. The only difference is the people saying they'll escape our regime are the banks now in real life. Like and they'll, not they'll get away without paying. Yeah, they're not people like, anymore. They are the bank. They're an account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're just money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, so I, I guess yeah. Like Zweig starts writing about like similar stuff about like the like the draft and like having to have a passport and kind of the early encroaching of like more and more government regulation and stuff. Yeah. Like actually, there was one story that I was getting really invested in. Yeah. And it doesn't have an ending. It was not completed. It's the only one in the in the compilation that's just Is that like, when he killed himself? No. Like oh. it's not his last his last work at all. I have that in the mail on its way. It's like a biography. It, like I've read an excerpt of it. Okay. Um but it's like just an unfinished manuscript. And it's about kind of a a single mother trying to raise like uh, a kid outside of the system, but she can't you know? Oh, like yeah. she has a kid at her house, but then it's like eventually the mayor comes by and she's like yeah, we 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 gotta put him on the register. Like we gotta like sign him up, you know. And then like the church comes by. And it's like we gotta baptize him. And it's like all right. And it's like and just like gradually over the course of his life, more and more kind of like we need to put him on the grid. Essentially, like we need to. And yeah. then it turns out terribly because then World War One happens, and it's like they drafted hey, yeah, him. We know he exists, and he's eighteen. He has to join the war now it's like no what shut up and then like she just tries to like hide him in their in her house and like out in the forest and whatever but then like they know too much like they they know his name and where he is and all this stuff so they kind of keep encroaching our business and it's just kind of like this thing of like if you are registered are you really free at all because you 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 are monitored and like you're part of this system and then it's just like just you know reflect on just like man i got like my birth certificate in my wallet like it was like yeah. i couldn't leave the hospital without being written down and like canada knows where i am and that i exist and if there ever is something like that they'll come calling like it's just like you gotta go it's like shut up I'm like no come yeah. on i don't care about so, that yeah i am going to mexico right yeah now. yeah but i don't know like he, he but then it, like another story the, the one i mentioned compulsion addresses like draft stuff in a different way where a dude gets a letter that's just like you, you gotta sign up yeah. And then just like the weird, like, I don't know, Thought nagging, process, yeah. recurring, like, spike in his head, like, his mind that's just like, no, you gotta go. You gotta go. It's like, why? Why would I do that? Like, it's just a piece of paper. It's like, I gotta, do, though. I don't know. Like, this, this yeah. weird kind of, like, working against yourself, but somehow it makes some weird sense. It's kind of like, like jury duty, too. Sure. Because it's like, you've been chosen to, like, be on this panel or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could just throw it out and be like, I never got it, and I'm not doing that. Right. There's no, like, way they know that you got that information. Yeah. But your own kind of, like, you're just inclined towards being honest to a fault. 
Like it's like if maybe, I'm honest, is it maybe scenario, because it we're Canadian? Kill. Yeah, may I don't know. Like your your manners are too good. Like you're too honest to the point where you're actually putting yourself in danger. Yeah. Like you're not looking out for your own self interest, and that's really what. But you we were be talking about it earlier, and it's not even danger. It's like, yeah, like I was saying, I haven't been feeling great this week. But every morning I wake up, think I w- I don't want to go in, but there's a compulsion that is like I have to. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like why though? Like you have to? Can't they f- figure it out? Can't people deal with it or something? And like, like, it's not the end of the world. If I don't show up, it's it'll be fine because people have not showed up for work before because they were like sick. Yeah, and life still went on. But somehow it's like, yeah, you just feel a like sense of obligation or duty or yeah. something. But it's like really nebulous. And there's not and even it's a not piece of fun. There's not even a piece of paper that says I have to be in tomorrow at work. There's just that in just my kind mind. Kind of vague understanding and yeah, yeah. No, it it definitely reminded me of kind of the worst days at work and just kind of well, like I could have just I could just drive away. Yeah, like I could just leave. Yeah, like. Even, even like midday when I'm just like, there's nothing going on right now. I should just like go get a steak. Or Why just don't like, you? Just, I don't know. Cause like, I, I'm just like, when I what used, if the phone rings? When I was able to drive, I used to. I used to leave for hours and come back. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this weird guilt whenever I like wander off. Cause it's just like, mm. oh, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta keep my affairs in order. I gotta keep my, my desk covered. To be fair, there hasn't been a lot of time to wander off recently. They're, they're not usually, but like the, it's like ones where you reflect back on it. It's like, man, there was totally a couple hours there where nothing happened. But I didn't know that yeah. before. Like, but someone could have come in. I don't know. But it's going to happen when we go back to, like, a summertime schedule. Yeah. Because there will be a time between, like... A bigger sw- break between... There will be about three hours of nothing. Task. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, you could just go to the mall and hang out or to an, a movie, maybe a short movie. Sure. <laughs> come back and finish. The thing is... <laughs> I don't know. The thing that usually drives me in that situation is if I leave, I don't want to come back. Yeah. So, like, if I'm getting in my car and driving away from this place, I'm, I'm not going to be back until tomorrow. Or, actually, when I worked at a... There, there was a big bookstore I worked at for a while, and there were days where I was like, I'm having, like, the least fun, and, like, right behind here is just, like, this stairway going up a hill into, like, a park. And it was, okay. like, summertime, so I was like, I could just, like, leave. Yeah. I could just, like, go. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like I'm in a prison and like guards are gonna start chasing me or something. It's just you're not gonna get paid. Just, yeah, I'm just gonna not get that money. I'm probably fired. And I'm yeah, I might even lose this job, but like I can just neglect to mention this job when I look for my next job, and I can yeah. get a new job. It's not the end of the, anything, but it's like yeah, there have been days where I'm like really unhappy, and it's like kind of my own doing somehow. Like, yeah, it's just like just and then I'd feel like super guilty when it's like yeah, I'm 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 sick. I can't come in. Yeah. I'm going to watch like five episodes of Sopranos and finish off this Jack Daniels. Have a great day. Have you ever, I had a great day that one. Have though. you ever called in sick then? I did. Just to hang out? Yeah. I have once and it was because a video game came out. Okay. And ever since then, I just would call in and say, I'm not coming in today. Because like I re- when something happens like that? Because I did realize that it's like there's no point in lying. I'm just letting them know I'm not coming in. Why? It's none of your fucking business. Like, like I just won't be there. Plan for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like stolen time is the best time. Yeah. It feels so much better. Or like, or there was even like a day in my first job ever where I was the whole week thought I had work on Sunday. And I was just like, oh, I have work on Sunday. Yeah. Work on Sunday. Wake up that morning. I got work on Sunday. All right. Well, all right. I'll call them in. I think I'm going to be late. Oh, you don't work today. Amazing. Like it was like just this like weight off my shoulders. Like I could, I could do whatever I want. 
Yeah. I got all day. And then you like, just sat down on your couch or something. I think I played a lot of Oblivion. But, okay. <laughs> but yeah. it was still, it was like so avid, you, excited. You basically went to work. Sure. I went and like <laughs> bought goblins and got so. money and did economy junk, but whatever. It yeah. was, it was still fun to do it on or like a sick day when you're going to school or something. Like yeah. it's like the same 24 hour span as every day ever. But because it's like, wasn't supposed to happen that way. It wasn't written in the book of fate or whatever. It yeah. feels more exciting. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Self-sabotage kind of like th- that kind of stuff is what that reminds me of is like the, well, the compulsion thing. I'm saying the compulsion. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, the mechanism in your head that makes you do things that you know, you don't want to do and practically, and you don't and have, have a to. hard time explaining why you have to honestly. But if you get drafted, you kind of do have to because they can force you right in, in this specific case though, like they're in like Switzerland at the time. Or oh. whatever, so it's like, we could just like not go back or whatever. Like it, it's kind of like weird stuff, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, if you want to know how it turns out, the story is available now. Pushkin Press, check it out. I don't, it's great on stuff. your iPad tablet, on your iPad, on your Kobo. I have a giant book. <laughs> like yeah. it's like a big paper book. I like that. That's how I do stuff. But I don't like. I started not liking that because there was a lot of movement moving. Oh, okay, for a while there, and, and the books were always the worst. On like the packing <clears throat> the books was fun stuff to pack. Like, no, patching, I mean packing the kitchen. the books. It's. I don't know. I, I I enjoyed that kind of stuff more. I hate so. it. Okay. I hate moving. There's nothing period. fragile about them, really. Just, that is the heavy. good thing. They're just heavy paper. Actually, you know what's they're bricks re- of paper? You know what's really heavy? What? DVD collections. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like just packing a whole bunch of them densely into a box. You're just like, oh Jesus! <laughs> like, what is in here? It's like, oh yeah, like 200 movies. <laughs> Like physical discs with individual movies. Every on. one of Uwe Bull's library. Son. You have those? I have most of them. Whoa. I'm that, seeing like a few. that's some good trashy cinema that you could just throw on and not be committed to. You know which ones I don't have? What the Blood Rain ones? Oh, okay. Which is kind of too bad because those are the trashiest. I heard the Blood Rain movie. Uh, really? Do you, so you have like a uh, Dragon Siege or what the hell is that? Ray Liotta's Evil Sorcerer. Yes, I okay. do. Okay. Yeah. What is that one? I can't remember. But I know which one you're talking about. Oh, there's yeah. there's also another one in the name of the king. That's it. Or is that the one? Yeah, that's okay. That one. That, is Ray Liotta in that? Yeah, yeah. He's an evil sorcerer or something. He's throwing books. Yeah, okay. Magic powers. Yeah. I I haven't I I've never actually sat down and watched a movie of his. I've just saw the Tang. Episodes. And then there was what Tunnel Rats. I have that. That oh, it's yeah. like World I ha- Vietnam. Is that what it's about? Vietnam, I think. Okay, yeah. His war movies. Uh, what else is there? Doesn't he have one about the Holocaust? Like, I swear he does. I don't have Postal. Okay. I need to pick that one up. Dave Foley. Why am I saying I need to pick that? Fucking you gotta complete me. your collection, dude. I do have a uh, Rampage, which was okay, actually. Is that the one with the weird, like, gas mask guy on the cover? Yeah. What's that about? He basically, like, it's... Do you know what that hatred game is that's coming out? Yeah, it's I do that. Know about that, it's okay, basically it's just that goth kid wants to shoot people. Kind of. So he like goes. He just dresses up in like this paintball gear or whatever. Gets a bunch of guns stuff. and goes down the streets of his town just shooting everybody. That's oh, it's a rampage. It's rampage. Okay, that's the whole movie. There's no backstory as to like really what he's doing or why or anything. It's just like I'm just gonna shoot a bunch of stuff, which is kind of okay because it's kind of one of those things where it's like, no, crazy people do crazy things. Okay, like so. There's that. 
Um, of course, all of his like movie or his video, video game, game stuff. Far yeah. Cry. Yes, I do have Far Cry. All right. And uh, of course, that other the big one, House of uh, House of the Dead. House of the Dead. I love that did movie. Two of those. I think he did, but I'm not sure. I know okay. there's two of them. I don't know if he did both of them though. Okay. House of the Dead is fantastic because there's game footage just mixed insert in. Insert gameplay it's, footage. It's really I've good. I've seen that scene. There's a big, uh, not orgy, what a rave at yeah. some point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uvable. Is he still around? Still doing stuff? I kind of hope like not. It's been a while. I kind of hope not. Okay. Maybe they finally stopped giving him money. Uvable is the worst thing to happen to Germany since the Nazis. All right. I don't know if I'll like decry that. I don't know. <laughs> might be <laughs> yeah like really just insensitive and crass garbage one of the best things he ever did with his life though is when he was just like i'll fight like any video game journalist or whatever or no it's like critics who the critics tried my movies yeah I let's fight let's... fight you in the ring yeah he's like a boxer also yeah and and one guy did and he beat the fuck out of him Uwe Boll yeah. destroyed him okay that's all right. That's really good. That's, that's a dumb thing. And wasn't footage of that in one of his movies? I bet it was. I, I swear bet. that was part of the whole thing. It's like also we'll be filming this and it'll be in my next film. It's like okay, I bet. Great. I mean, he's a man of vision. Yeah. Because he knows where the footage comes from. Like he he's like, if I'm gonna do something, it's gonna be recorded. He's basically a YouTuber for movies. Great. He, Ooh. you know what? Actually, he, he kind of started this whole thing. He kind of is a YouTuber for movies. <laughs> now that I think about it, the he makes some quality. He makes some video game footage in there as well. Sure, but they're like ninety minutes long and available at Walmart <laughs> and like a dump bin. Yeah, isn't there one called like Seed? And they're like probably. It's like some saw esque thing. I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to look up his library while you continue on here. Okay. Speaking of Saw-type things, uh, have you ever seen the movie Law-Abiding Citizen? <laughs> I haven't, but I want to. Okay. Uh, I've, I, why? I've heard it's good. I heard that, too. In okay. fact, I heard it was the best movie from somebody in my film class, and I snickered. I was just like, what? What are you talking about? I've never heard that. It's Law-Abiding the- Citizen is your favorite movie? Like, of all time? I've, I've never heard that it's the best movie that, of all time. This person said that, and okay. I don't remember their name. I just remember somebody said that, and I was baffled. So, years later, uh, I finally checked it out. So, this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, It's it's kind of like Saw. It's it's kind of like a Saw movie. It's kind of like... Just, I could see that. But, they, like, they're very clear about who is doing the stuff, like, right away. Isn't it it's uh, Gerard Butler? Gerard Butler, yeah. And they don't make any, like, qualms about that. It's just, like, how is Isn't he, he just, like, torturing somebody? Well, he tortures and kills a dude who killed his family. Yeah. But then There's it's nothing kind of like wrong with that. the legal dancing around about like, obs- you know, obfuscating evidence and like kind of legal doublespeak and stuff that's keeping him from being convicted. Yeah. And then Jamie Foxx is an attorney who's trying to kind of get a confession out of him and whatever. Oh, dude, he has way more movies than I gave him credit for. I don't have like a, a lot bunch of, of these now. He has 32 movies. And he did not stop, apparently. In the name of the king, two. Two worlds. So it's also a two worlds game. Assault movie. on Wall Street. Is that Payday the movie, essentially? It looks like it. Great. Oh, my God. Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Going shopping. Buying more Uwe Boll movies. But, like, yeah, this is another one here. Alone in the Dark, I have. Yeah, you're right. In the name of the king, A Dungeon Siege Tale okay. is the full name. I don't have either of the Blood Rains. I do have Tunnel Rats, Far Cry. I think I have Stoic. 
Rampage. I don't even know what Attack on Darfur is. Oh, he just has a movie called Auschwitz. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's the movie Seed. What is that? That's the one I was talking about. Where do you see it? It's above Blood Rain and below In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale. Okay. There you go. I want to see Auschwitz. Wait, is that Matt Damon? No, it's not. No, no, come on. <laughs> that would be hilarious. He can't rope in somebody that high profile. Seed, after a seemingly undead man is bound and buried alive, he digs himself back to the surface <laughs> and seeks bloody vengeance on those who cause him suffering. There you go. I have to see that movie now. And I don't really care about Auschwitz. The movie. Co controversial director Uwe Boll depicts the harsh reality of the process inside one of the most infamous Nazi death camps by using brutally realistic imagery. Great. Wow. So you don't do that. So he basically made, like, a snuff film. <sighs> yeah. If there's anybody that I figured probably would. In the name of the King 3, The Last Job. What? There's two more coming? Or I guess the second one, both of these are out, apparently. Yes. Where are these just manifesting? Like, they just show up at Walmart? You just walk in and there's new ones there. Uwe Boll comes himself with a box of them and Stocks says... Stocks the shelves with the new movies. Do you mind if I put it on shelf? <laughs> it's like, what? Yes, actually. Don't do that. So, yeah. And there are three Blood Rains as well. But Blubberella? Blubberella. <laughs> oh my... Wow. Okay. An action comedy centered on an overweight woman whose footsteps cause explosions and whose dual swords are used against anyone who makes fun of her. Well, there you have it. Uwe Boll, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I gotta see it if there's any pictures of him. And why is there Nazis in, like, everything he does? Because he's German. <laughs> I don't know. Well, alright. We'll look into more of that later. Uh, Law-abiding system wasn't great. <laughs> I was pretty underwhelmed by it overall. Like it's like it keeps your. It's the same director as ne the Negotiator, like F. Gary Gray. Oh, so I was kind of like, oh, maybe this will actually be Wasn't good. Wasn't the Negotiator K. Pax? Yeah, K. Pax is totally in that movie. Okay. Yeah, he's also in this video game. Also, uh, Nick Fury's in it. <laughs> Nick Fury. We're just gonna speak stupidly about people that are in this movie. <laughs> um, oh, you so, mean Jewels? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Law by Citizen is Django versus King Leonidas, and they're duking it out <laughs> with legal jargon. Django and, versus yeah. King Leonidas. <laughs> it's it's fine, but it's nothing special. Um. I didn't watch the director's cut, which I briefly owned because I bought this movie in order to watch it. Why? Oh, because uh, you live near a disc. Exchange. I live near a disc exchange, and then I went to trade it back in, and they don't—they don't want that. <laughs> well, they don't not want that specifically, but they like we bought a had a big bunch of DVDs and stuff that we wanted to get rid of, and they're just like, no, we don't, we don't, we don't take trade-ins or whatever, like, yeah, or we just don't accept trade-ins. It's like we have too much inventory or something. So we ended up going to buy and sell, which used to be cash converters, yeah, and they were down with most of our stuff. Uh, Except that one. No, they they accept that. That was fine. So I don't own that movie anymore because I don't. How care much about did you it. get for it? Uh, I a couple bucks. I don't know because we just traded in piles of stuff and got thirty five dollars for all the stuff. Okay, and I you just, were fine with that. We're fine with that. It was just like you will remove these from our shelves. Amazing. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Most of it was TV stuff. Uh, they would not accept Arrested Development or The Office because they have too many of those. 
Yeah, I could see it. Which seems like the history has turned on those, and they're just like, yeah, this isn't that great. And you're just like, you're right. Arrested Development never was. It never was, and we've said that so many times on the show, but just in case you forgot, Arrested Development was never good. Mitch Hurwitz isn't talented. Is Jason Bateman funny? I don't know. Also, The Office had just, like, little high points in each episode. They didn't have, like, good... Overall, like, yeah, yeah, so I only owned season four. Actually, I got more enjoyment out of The Office watching just YouTube clips of, like, funny compilations. that happened? Yeah. Sure. Like... And they're almost always Rain Wilson. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Because that character... So they just trim the fat, and YouTube saves the day. You don't need to watch the rest of that show. There you go. Uh, Yeah, I had season four only, because it came with a bunch of cool bonus stuff. That's the only reason I... Great. I was, like, at Best Buy... And it was just like, hey, they have, like, a water bottle and, like, a wristband and all this dumb stuff. I was like, great, great, I'll buy it. And then years later, it's a like, water what bottle? I do? Yeah, a water bottle that says Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. Okay. You know, Do you remember that one where they do, like, the fun run? The run. The cure for rabies yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's themed on that stuff. Gotcha. Uh, it was that season, so. That was an okay episode. Yeah. Uh, do you want season four, dude? I'll give it to I you. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know where the water bottle is, and I think I gave the wristband away. Because that shit is on Netflix, so I can actually watch it whenever I want. Yeah, Arrested Development is too. Or YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Actually, let's let's talk briefly about uh, the future of streaming in Canada. So, there's this new service coming up here called Show Me. Show Me. And I think it's going to cause a lot of problems, and I'm mad. Why? Because... No, not why you're mad. First, why is it going to cause problems? I think they're trying to, like, lock down exclusive licenses to shows that are currently available on Netflix in America, like Sons of Anarchy. Okay. And uh, I think, actually, what were some other high-profile shows that are recent stuff? It seems like a bunch of FX stuff and whatever, like Louie and all sorts of things. That yeah, are I was going to say, so they got a deal with FX. Yeah, basically. they have a deal with FX and I'm sure other pl- other things. And... I think, like, there's some whispers that they might be trying to kind of lock down on this whole, eh, I just hide my IP and I can watch Netflix from everywhere. Whatever. Netflix already is locking down on that. I read that this morning. Okay. I'm wondering if it's partially because of weird licensing deals and stuff like this, where it's like, we want to get all that Canada money, and we can't if everyone up there isn't doing... It is It is exactly that, because yeah. one of the things that they cited in the article is that Netflix is really upset that Australia, Netflix Australia, yeah. is like getting no money for any of the licenses they have down there, because everyone in Australia uses the US one. Well, why wouldn't you, though? Right. So like, the thing is, spend money on the licenses people want so they don't have to go through bullshit VPNs to get what they want. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be kind of forced to, like, you know, support this Canadian-specific streaming service if it's just because mm-hmm. all this stuff was available. It's just they're trying to kind of get theirs as well. It's just, they are. I'm already giving money to, like these media companies in general yeah like, that it's not this specific division north of the border like who cares yeah or just like whatever license holder like e1 or whoever i've been told that we ha- we have the better movies i've heard i i like i am using canadian netflix a lot to check for stuff yeah and, like i use both but yeah i like having more options yeah than less and i don't want to pay more money to a different thing yeah just, just because i don't know it, it Ugh. I've been generally kind of turning more to my own media library lately anyway, because I have it, and it's like, yeah. this just isn't on anything, and why do I have it if I'm not going to watch it? So I'm Mine's in boxes, so I can't. Yeah. 
Uh, but hey, that led to me watching Hamlet. Yeah! Lawrence Olivier's Hamlet, 1948, best picture. Get excited, son. Uh, it's, it's okay. You, yeah. you ever heard the story of Hamlet? He's this uh, prince. Lion Hamlet. King? Yeah, it's kind of like Lion King, but like with dudes, like people. Oh, I love when they do their rendition of Be Prepared. It's a great song. Yeah, well, it's not, that actually wasn't, Shakespeare didn't actually write that. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, Elton John's cool and all that, but I don't know. Did they he made do the songs for that movie? He didn't do that one. He okay. did, uh, he did the big one that was the... Circle of Life? No, the, what's the other one? Kuna Matata? No. The Can You Feel the Love Tonight or whatever. Did he do Circle of Life? I swear he did. He I might in like the trailer that mentions the soundtrack. Or yeah, maybe he talk did. Talk about him doing that, but I, I, whatever. Uh, yeah, that the Lion King inspiration story. They made Nala too like sexual. Oh, that movie. a lion! Oh, during that song specifically. During that whole like, I don't know. Disney has a weird problem with they, creating. Well, they furries. created all furries. Like yeah. that was their. They did it. It yeah. was them. Like, yeah. Robin Hood specifically. That was their fault. Robin but, Hood specifically. Yeah, they're just like made Foxes are hella sexy. It's like, <laughs> what are you saying, Disney? It's like it's in the script. I don't know. Like like the animators, there's basically like sexier, please. They well, were going around. Well Disney specifically. Yeah. No, he was dead by the time that movie came out. <laughs> but yeah, they found one of his old journals. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna imply that Walt Disney was a, was a first. Is that slander? I don't know. Like, it depends how you feel about furries. I don't think so. I'm going to open this drink now, and the mic is probably going to Oh, it might it explode. Up. It might explode. Okay. Th- this Pepsi <laughs> dropped a while ago, so. That mic picked it up perfectly. There you go. There you go. Um, Hamlet. Okay. So, best picture, 1948. Was it? Nowadays, nobody really cares. And that's kind of why I watched it. Yeah, well, that, that version specifically. Well, yeah. I know. Because other versions have come out. Subsequently, yeah. Yeah. It's fair, but it's just kind of like, it was this weird kind of reflective... Did Mel Gibson even do one? Hamlet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. In like 1990 or something. Wasn't yeah, I've it a that. BBC special, though? I don't... We watched it in class. That was oh. the one we watched oh. as the movie or whatever. Like, Kenneth Branagh did one. Like, everybody's Hamleting it up. But this one was 1948. Yeah. And it was kind of... There was a whole wave of that going on, I guess, to Shakespeare adaptations and whatever. So it's fine. Um, I don't like it's it's Hamlet. He cuts out Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, so that's weird to some people, maybe. Uh, the way he handles the ghost, I thought was kind of cool. Like, mm. It actually looks pretty neat in the movie. Um, okay. I just I don't know. There's like some filmically cool stuff about it, or whatever. But okay, the real reason I watched it is uh, I had a dream where <laughs> here we go. Yeah, yeah, I heard this one. Uh oh, I, did you? You just told me. Oh, okay. Uh, John Hamm and I were sitting in a bar. Oh, you didn't tell me I did this not one. tell anyone this story. Okay. Uh, and it was the year 1949, and I just knew it was because it was a dream. And yeah, we like you know kinda, that's 2015 right now. Right you now, just yeah. Know. And we were just, I don't know, it was like this weird kind of, we were just reflecting on the really strange time period in which 1949 is, because it's like after one war, but before the Korean War, but like the Cold War wasn't in full effect yet. And it was just this weird kind of, like, outside of history, but we were, like, in the year, but we knew what would happen. Yeah. It was really strange. And you I, had, like, a flashback, almost. 
Yeah. I, and I wonder it, what it, life was like back in 1949. 1949. So the next day, I started just reading up a bunch of stuff about 1949. <laughs> yeah. And I just learning weird little things that I didn't know. Like, I was, I did tell you about the Poe toaster. Yes. Which I was like, what does that even mean? And then I clicked on the link, and it's like, oh, a guy would go on Edgar Allan Poe's birthday in Baltimore and drink some cognac to Edgar Allan Poe's memory every every year for 75 years. And it's like, that's crazy that somebody would do that. Especially, like, starting in the 40s or whatever, because yeah. he would have been dead for, like, a century. So it's just somebody got way into Edgar Allan Poe really late and was like, no, this guy's great. And just decided to yeah. let everybody know, like, every year, forever. Like, until he died and then his son took on for a while. It stopped in 2010, so it's pretty recent that wow. this stopped happening. But, uh, it was first noticed and like publicized in 1949. So he probably did it for a couple of years before. Yeah, no, it was. It's assumed that he started doing this in like the mid 30s. So wow. that was one of the weird 1949 facts. Also, have you ever heard of the ship, the Neuronic? No. It sank in Toronto Harbor. Like it burnt. Like it caught fire, and just the the crew freaked out, ran away, <laughs> and like all the passengers, like a hundred plus people, died tragically. In, like, in port. It was super terrible. So I was just like, wow, I'd never heard about this. And I was, like, yeah. listening to, like, an old CBC radio, like, retrospective on it from, yeah. like, the 70s because a book came out about it. Okay. It's like, I didn't know any of this stuff happened. And it's all because I just decided to investigate this year because whatever. That's weird. And I don't know, like, props to Wikipedia for just listing noteworthy things about every year. <laughs> like, they just have, like, a easy way to reference stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then it was just like, hey, noteworthy films. And I was like, oh, dude, I own that. Like, Hamlet uh, won. I'm going to go watch picture. it. I'm going to go, like, kind of immerse myself in what it was like being all cool in 1949. And it was pretty good. It's okay. It's, okay. like, two and a half hours long. There's, like, a saggy kind of part in it. Like, whenever Olivier's around, it's actually, like, pretty compelling. Like, he's main character, Hamlet. Yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. fun to watch that guy. Uh, there's, like, half an hour or something where he's just gone. And that's, like, the period where Ophelia's going crazy. Oh, yeah. Because, like, oh, Hamlet abandoned me and my father's dead and she goes crazy. But he's just gone. Like, it's, like, the main character just isn't around and they just have, like... Oh, yeah, he's off on a ship or something, and there's kind of, like, a little insert scene of him on a ship, and then wow. cut back to not him being around and, like, supporting characters. And it's kind of boring. Like, there's, like, a, a nice chunk of that movie where it's just, like, kind of boring right now. Like, there's not a lot happening. And then it's, like, okay, now there's poison swords and all the stuff. Yeah. And so it gets back in there. But, man, there, yeah, there's, like, 20 minutes of that movie that's just kind of a tough sit. But also, it's black and white because... Lawrence Olivier got in a fight with Technicolor. That's the reason. <laughs> like, it's not art. Like, it's not... He, at the time, was like, oh, yeah, this is an artistic choice. I yeah. uh, really like the... It's like, know, no, I piss somebody palette. off. And it's like, no, nah, I would have totally done it in color. We had all these great costumes and everything, but I was in a fight with uh, Technicolor. And it's like, come on, that's dumb. <laughs> that's so dumb. <laughs> but, yeah, it would it would have probably been more vibrant and fun in color. But whatever. Uh, Yeah, old 40s movies. Also, not all Criterions have special features. That one doesn't have anything. It just has the movie. And, like, if that, you want subtitles... That's kind of a special feature by itself. Maybe, like, when it came out on DVD, that was like, hey, this is, like, a good transfer of this yeah. old movie. And you're just like, okay, that's yeah, cool. That's good enough for a special feature, Yeah, really. there's no, like, anything superfluous on that, so that was all I was able to really get out of that movie. But, ah, it, it was fine. Um, and hey. Yeah. Awkward transitions, big eyes. 
Bum. Awkward transition, yeah. Yeah, I was like, speaking of 1948, 10 years later, it was 1958, yeah. and that's when this movie decides to start, which is weird because that's not actually when the story it's based on started. Did you watch it then? Yeah, I watched yeah. it yesterday. Um, Tim Burton's latest, and... It's great. Man, I've been trying to, like, I was basically trying to, like, wrangle up some people to, like, hey, do you want to watch this? And just everyone is soured on Tim Burton, apparently. Nobody likes him anymore, and it's weird. Like, yeah. Dark Shadows wasn't great, but it was kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Okay. It's pretty dumb. I never saw it. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, I agree. I haven't liked Tim Burton since the 90s. I I'm trying, liked to, him for I'm a long trying time. to think of any, like, other than, like, revisiting Big Fish, I think that movie's better than I thought it was when was I that first Burton? saw it. That's Burton, and that, that's 2003. Okay. That was good. That was fun. Yeah. So, he, he did have kind of like a big. Disney pictures and stuff. I didn't love Sweeney Todd. Like, there was a stretch of Burton movies where I generally agree, but th- this seems to be, like, almost a return to, like, a... To good Burton? Well, like, Ed Wood or something. Okay, Like, good. it's, like, bio stuff. It's, no, like, that's this is good. a true story, and it's something he cares about. I liked Ed Wood Because apparently he was collecting Margaret Keene paintings for a long time. He has, like, vested interest in all this stuff. Hmm. And then it's like, alright, now I'm gonna make the movie about that artist and her, like, strange husband, Walter Keene. Uh, played by Christoph Waltz. Did he do Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, he also did Sleepy Hollow. Have you seen that movie recently? Not in a while. It's weird. But fun? Yeah. I remember it being kind of fun. I was watching, like, a video Nostalgia Critic did it on it, I think, for Halloween. Okay. And he brought up some good points where he's just like, the movie's, like, a bad movie. Yeah. But, but at the like same time, having fun with it. a lot of the stuff that that movie does is exactly what Hammer Films did. Oh, dude. Yeah. I... Uh, I was, like, just, you know, Wikipedia, like, Tim Burton stuff. Like, some of his favorite movies ever are... Were Hammer films. films. Like, 80... So, like, I never 80, even... 1972. I never 80. even realized it, because I didn't see... I haven't seen Sleepy Hollow in, like, probably 10 years at least. Okay. Or whatever. And, like, the, like, parts he was showing in, like, his little overview of the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, holy shit, he's totally right. This is a Hammer film. Yeah. Well, he, so, he loves those, so yeah. It's but I was wondering because I always liked Sleepy Hollow, but like I knew I knew that it was not good. Like, well, it, it's uh, but it's like almost deliberately having that's being the thing. Goofy. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, Tim yeah. Burton's fine. Like, I, generally, he, he his kid I, stuff lately hasn't been great. I didn't like Frank and Weenie very much either. I uh, yeah, but. I don't know. I, I was generally positive about this movie mainly because it was like a story I had no knowledge of at all. So it was just kind of like a learning experience. And maybe if I have like some minor issue with it, mm-hmm. uh, Christoph Waltz is doing like his exact thing. Like he is doing the performance Christoph Waltz does. Okay. Which is like the gentleman bastard kind of like smiling, but being kind of a, like just something's wrong. And yeah, the, and the, and like the, the thing that's wrong in this is he's lying a lot. Like it is, it is basically about a giant lie mm-hmm. that was like for a couple decades, where Walter Keane was basically taking credit for all of Margaret Keane's work. Yeah, like he is not an artist; mm-hmm. he just knows artists and talks a lot. Yeah, so he kind of was able to sell everybody on this kind of big eyes paintings and everything. And like she was working really hard in like the attic, and he was taking credit for everything. And it's kind of a pretty shitty thing he did. Uh, and that's been documented, like, there's a court case and everything that the movie also chronicles, so that is, in fact, true. And I thought it was funny, because, like, when you actually look up Walter Keane on Wikipedia, it's just, like, known for plagiarism. Like, it's not art, it's, no, this guy stole stuff. Like, yeah. that's what he did for decades of his life. He was so he was asshole. He was the original internet. Yay! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 
I don't know. Waltz is fine. Like, it's absolutely fine. But it's, yeah. like, very safe performance for him. It is doing, like, the thing he did in Inglorious Bastards, except he's not a Nazi. He's a artist who is... Or an artist, yeah. quotes, who is lying. That's scumbag. He's a scumbag. Yeah, he does scumbaggy stuff. He does scumbaggy stuff very well, but it's very, like, kind of comic at times. And mm-hmm. I, I did find his story weirdly kind of... Oh, just tragic and interesting in a way of just like, what, like, just this bitterness that must have happened that made him kind of want to be an artist so bad, but he doesn't have any talent. So like Hitler. What? So he, so like Hitler. That was the same thing. (laughs) Wanted to be an artist really bad, but couldn't. So he went on a murdering spree. I guess in that case, yeah. But, uh, no, like, Just the kind of, I will say I'm an artist and, like, believe it almost myself. And, like, he's just a compulsive liar. And just, I don't know. He's, he's like, a really weird kind of antagonistic character in that movie. Uh, and Amy Adams as Margaret is, is you know, very, I don't know, like, victimized and sad and being leaned on real bad. I could see it, yeah. You need to, I'm going to lock you in the studio. You got to paint this giant thing and, all right. Don't let anyone know, you know, you're the real artist and just this kind of sad thing that was going on. For some reason, though, like the movie, like reading up on stuff after, like it just changes the timeline, like just for its own kind of dramatic, like uh, convenience, I guess. Okay. Like, I think here's kind of how like it diverges. Uh, The movie starts in 58. Yeah. And they're they like. She meets Walter and they, they team up and all this and they're starting to sell paintings and whatever. And then it kind of like, they have a big falling out in like 64. Yeah. And then there's like a lawsuit a year later and then the movie's over. Okay. And that is not how that happened at all. Like th- they met in like 55, uh, were together till 65. And then there was a lawsuit 20 years later in the 80s, in 86. Weird. So I think it's probably just like a, well, we don't want to cast, like, another actress to be older, Margaret, for the yeah. final act, because that's kind of lame. Like, sure. we'll just kind of tighten this up. Nobody knows the real, like, no one watching it probably cares, like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, they kind of fudge the details a bit, and I don't know. Like, I wasn't, like, offended by that, because it's not a documentary. It's not trying to kind of yeah. be historic exactly, but it was weird, like, reading up on yeah. just, I don't know why they choose to start it later either. I think maybe they just want to get to kind of the sixties and like that kind of pop art kind of stuff and how they fit into that and everything, maybe more so than actually would have been going on. Cause Mm. it's like, no, it's the mid fifties. Like there's beatniks and they have a little bit of stuff with that, but they don't really get too much into it. But I, I don't know. It was like a vibrant kind of little slice of art history stuff that, I, I had no knowledge of it all. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like somewhat educated after and it was well put together. And I, I felt like this is clearly like something Burton cares about and it's it's put together well. So I don't I, I was totally happy with it. I I thought it was uh not not exactly like oh return to form or whatever. Like he's never not been doing Burton-y type stuff, but this was just subject matter I was more interested in than his weird take on Alice in Wonderland. Or... You know, he hasn't done a whole lot looking at his list here. Like, over the, yeah, like, 25 like, years or whatever. I liked Beetlejuice. Like, I'm just starting <laughs> yeah. from, like, I'm just, like, I like Pee-wee's Big Adventure because I was a kid back then, and it's weird. Like, it's just a weird movie. Yeah. I liked Beetlejuice and Batman. Uh, we recently rewatched Edward Scissorhands, which probably 
kind of stoked up some more interest in seeing more of his stuff. But yeah, Edward Scissorhands, I never got like you didn't like it. I don't know if I didn't like it. I just never got why like it was even a thing. It just felt like eh. it's, like, it's like the music's really good, and it's just yeah. kind of like Vincent Price in one of his last roles ever. Yeah, like watching it again, like th- a thing that jumped out at me was just like I've never really realized that this is Alan Arkin. Like Alan Arkin is the dad, and he's pretty funny. Really? Yeah. And it's just like oh, I, I've always just kind of recognized older Alan Arkin, but I guess 1990, like, here he is, and he's, huh. he's pretty funny. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I always liked Ed Wood quite a bit. Ed Wood's, yeah, I liked Ed Wood's. Returns is a great Christmas movie. Batman Returns. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, this weird, like, I don't know, Bo Welch production design, like, super over-designed Gotham, like, weird storybook Christmas thing. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken is Max Shrek with his crazy hair. Like, yeah. it's it's... It's, it's a weird. weird Batman thing. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, oh, there's a great fight scene in it or any of that stuff. It's just like, do you want to see, like, some Burton-y ass business? <laughs> like, this is, yeah. there's, like, a penguin army with missiles on it and just. That's pretty great. I like the penguins. Uh, yeah. And DeVito's great. He actually is he great is. in that. Like, yeah. Just this weird. He's kind of great in, like, everything. He's over the top enough to be, like, either sure. a hit or a miss. Yeah, so, <laughs> but it makes good use of his stuff in that. I don't know. But okay, we're just looking at his filmography. I'll let you comment on what you I didn't like Mars good. Attacks at all. It, I really don't like that movie. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. It, it's, it's hey, every celebrity of 1996 is in it. Yeah. But what? It's really dumb. It is. Yeah. I liked Sleepy Hollow when it came out, like, for sure, because I was younger. Uh-huh. I have to rewatch it to see. How it, I feel if about it, it holds up. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> if I watched one time on my birthday, the year it came out. And did you feel bad about it? Uh, I didn't feel great about it. Yeah. Even then, yeah. Uh, I liked Paul Giamatti as like the orangutan character. I was actually struck by like that guy's funny and this is great. Yeah. But beyond that, no, not really. I wasn't super stoked about that movie. Yeah. I like Big Fish. Big Fish is good and better than I remember. It's like, nice and thoughtful. It, yeah. For once. <laughs> and, like, reflecting on aging in a weird way that kind of yeah. hit close to home last time I watched it. Before, when I saw it, I was just kind of like, eh, whatever, it's a whimsical fable or whatever. But, yeah. I did not like his take on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at all. I didn't see it. I, could, I couldn't stand it. Is it what is it too weird and dark? Or, like, not dark? Willy What's Wonka, wrong with it? Willy Wonka's dad was a dentist, so that's why he wanted to own a candy factory and is obsessed with teeth. Oh, that's great! That sounds... That's some burned dumb bullshit. <laughs> Okay. That's some fucking stupid bullshit. I don't know if he wrote it anyway, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Okay. It... Uh, okay, also, I don't mind D- Johnny Depp at all, so excuses for him to be in movies is fine. So, okay. like, people, like, decrying him being in everything that Tim Burton ever does. He's not in Big Eyes, by the way. Uh, yeah. Why is that a problem? Like, why, why are you hating on more Johnny Depp? What's wrong with Johnny Depp? Because Blaine. With Johnny Depp specifically? Yeah, what's wrong with Johnny Depp? Nothing, really. Yeah, exactly. He's fine. But he's I, funny sometimes. I don't like the Burton movies he's in. What? What about Sleepy Hollow? We just said it was great. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. we didn't say it was great. We I said I have to it. revisit. And Edward Scissorhands, I guess, didn't click with you. I, I really don't like the style he went with from, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to basically, like... The next few films? Frankenweenie, maybe? Yeah, well, Frank... Well, what about Corpse Bride? Is that... I never saw it. I have no idea if it's good. Yeah, I don't know either, but I didn't like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and that's that kind of art style, right? 
Well, it's stop motion yeah. and stuff. He actually directed this one, though, instead of just producing it and getting a lot of credit for it for some reason. I think he yeah. co-wrote it. But yeah, no, yeah. he wasn't big for the. He wasn't a big part on the other one. Yeah, uh, yeah, Sweeney Todd. I only saw the one time and just I, not. I really like Sweeney Todd the play. Yeah. So I wasn't gonna see Johnny Depp ruin it with a Tim Burton film. Oh, you haven't seen it? I'm not. There's no way in hell. Why would I watch Have that? You, did you see the play live or something? Yeah. Like oh, okay. <laughs> well, then fine. <laughs> it's probably lackluster compared to seeing it live in the theater. <laughs> Yeah, that's she, how you have to say that. The theta. It's true. I didn't like Alice in Wonderland. I didn't either. Okay, yeah. And Dark Shadows, I actually did have a good time with. I never we, saw Dark Shadows, but there was. We talked about how when we were the Grace movie is, like, weirdly sexualized, and it's way too early for that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's an uncomfortable movie in that respect. But it, it's like it's based on like a '70s soap opera. It's super goofy, and there's some just dumb like Alice Cooper's just in it, and they just ha- like there's a great weird, like, Johnny Depp versus Eva Green, like, sex-slash-fight that they have. Okay. Where they're, like, flying around the room and, like, on the ceiling and then sort of making out, but, like, fighting. It's really weird, and I mm. don't know. It's kind of entertaining. Eva Green's great now. You know what another weird movie was that was a pile of shit? Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't say that at all! <laughs> Little Nicky. Little Nicky is terrible. <laughs> and it has really... nothing to do with Tim Burton, fortunately. <laughs> It seems like something Tim Burton would do no. if he was part of the Happy Madison crew. If he, <laughs> it's a weird okay, if Tim Burton <laughs> was part of the Happy Madison crew, little Nikki, yeah. Okay. I hear those guys are dicks too. Like, oh, the, what do you mean? Like they're the assholes? Happy Madison? Yeah, like they're wouldn't be fun so, to hang out with. That I they're super that full thing. of themselves. Oh, like his hanger-ons, like Adam which is Sandler's which is funny cronies. because it's like yeah, it's like that, David Spade. That's has exactly a big head. It's like, exactly what they are. They're cronies, <laughs> like <laughs> like Rob, fuzzy. like Rob Schneider or that guy. You know, you know that one. <laughs> There's two of them. There's like the tan guy and, and the, the square head one. Oh, whereas I was like, who's Paul Blart? Like, who's that guy? Oh, uh, what's his name? James. Uh... Kevin James? Kevin James, isn't it? Yeah, that? Here Comes the Boom. Remember that movie? That's coming out with the second one. What? You know what the worst part oh, about Paul that Oh, Paul Blart is coming out with the second one. Yes. You're not talking about Here Comes the Boom. No. Okay, because if they made a sequel to that, yeah. baffling, because nobody cared about that movie. But, okay. like, what's even more baffling is when the way I found out about Paul Blart is that they tweet, like, it was tweeted from a Paul Blart account or whatever. Okay. Like, two's on its way or something like that. And some, first of all, somebody retweeted it, which is how I saw it, which was baffling and to me. And your followers, you're like, okay, who did that? I'm unfollowing Yeah, there was that. And then more importantly, I clicked on the tweet to see, like, who else cared. Yeah. There's just a list of people like, yes! Finally! <laughs> it's like, what? I love Paul Blart Mall Cop. It's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a community of people that lost their brains. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This idea there's like a Paul Blart Mall Cop community at all. There is, probably. Yep. And uh, then, hey, anyways, I never Frank saw Frank and Weenie. Big Eyes, and next is Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, which, whatever. So um, it's pretty good, huh? It was decent, yeah. And it mostly because I just didn't know about it at all. So it was just a nice learning experience. Okay. I like being educated through movies, because they get all the facts straight. I like Amy Adams. Amy Adams is great. Sometimes. Sometimes. American Hustle was good. I didn't like her much in Man of Steel because she didn't really do anything. I never saw that. I still haven't. I don't know if I ever will. I might just not. You should watch it one day. Uh, If I do, it'll only be for Michael Shannon being weird. 
and like intense and punching stuff. Probably. He is intense. Does he get to punch stuff? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Zack Snyder, though, damn that guy. I I don't. The legendary. Like the visionary. The visionary. That's the word. It's like from the visionary director of 300. It's like that is the worst sentence. <laughs> Why? Ah. Oh. It's just weird because he's like a visionary because he took the stuff, his comics collection, and made movies of them. Sure. It's like whoever wrote these should be the visionary. Like Frank Miller, and then I put slow mo in it and yeah. nine inch nails. <laughs> like it shouldn't be the visionary. It should be like the plagiarist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Walter Kane of movies. <laughs> Zack Snyder. Right. <laughs> New pop culture reference I get to make. There you go. This movie. Um, I don't, the, the recent movie stuff, I think that's like, okay, okay, right. All right. We haven't really been talking barrel stuff exactly, but okay. Law Abiding Citizen, barrel. Uh, Big Eyes does not. Yeah. Um, I think I need to make a kind of just retroactive, like just judgment on Boardwalk Empire as a complete thing. They killed your character. They killed Arnold Rothstein. After season four, but before season five, so you just don't get any kind so of. So, like in season five, they're just like, "Hey, remember when we off that guy?" The, basically, <laughs> like there's like a sub character I don't care about at all. That's just like, oh, "I haven't seen you since Ar's funeral," and I was like, "What? His funeral? I've been waiting this whole time for him to show up." <laughs> and it's just like, "Oh yeah, no, he died years ago in this timeline." Like they just jump five years. They Why? Just, because they had to end. It's the end of the show. Like, they just... Oh. I swear, I, it seems like that's what happened. It's like, the show got renewed, like, four times with confidence, and then the last one was like, all right, wrap it up. The ratings aren't there or something. We're investing more money in Game of Thrones. I don't know the, the straw men over at HBO that are doing all this crap, but... <laughs> the straw men in your mind. The straw men in my mind that are HBO executives. They're just like, eh, just... just Get Michael Stroberg out of the cast also. Like, Nathan's, like, favorite actor from Serious Man. Get... Cut, cut, cut that out. I'm waving my hand a lot. But, yeah, I wonder if it's show. picking up a little bit, like, whoosh, whoosh, also, whoosh. Also, that show just changes tone completely. Like, for the first four seasons, it's, like, very much uh, just a... I, mosaic. Like, it's just multiple cast members. It's juggling all sorts of different characters. And it's just kind of about crime at that point in time. Like, okay. prohibition crime. Like, bunch of different people. Yeah. And then the last season is just like, uh, let's try to focus this on one character. Okay. It's actually all about Steve Buscemi now. It has not been up to this point. Like, he's been primer, like, you know, pretty key. He's, he seems like the one of the main characters. He's, like one, the of, main he's character. like one of the very main characters, if not, you know, it could be argued he's, like, the main character, but there's so much else going on mm-hmm. that it's like, well, he's one of many. Like, it kind of okay. doesn't matter. But just for writing convenience or something, they just kind of go, let's tell the origin story of Nookie Thompson. Let's just go back to, he's a little kid, and oh, now he's a young cop, and he's making decisions. and oh, On the beat. Oh, and it all pays off so tragically at the end of the whole show. And it's just like, this was not about this, like, this whole time. Like, there's, like, been 48 hours of not about him, and now the last eight hours are like, actually, it's all about him. And that's why it's in the barrel. I'm, I'm putting Boardwalk Empire overall as a thing in the barrel. Oh, man. For multiple reasons. Like, it also, like, ever since it was pointed out to me by, like, a co-worker, actually, that... Which co-worker? Uh, Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That... Is he really into it or something? No, but, like, we were watching it, like, and he was just kind of, like, oh. paying attention or whatever. Like, ever since it was pointed out, it's like, oh, wait, this is, like, interior sets all the time. Like, this is all in a set. 
like the the lighting that's like fake. Yeah. And they're like this is all inside like a warehouse. And I was just like it ruined it. Oh, it totally is. Like no scenes ever are outside. Like they don't yeah. have establishing shots even cuz those are super expensive. They just put words on the screen. It's just like Chicago and then it's like an office. And you're just like Come on. Yeah. And it's just like... It ruined it. And it's a different office with wood paneling. He ruined your show. This is a nice office, but now this show just seems low budget. Yeah. And it's not, because, like, it's HBO, it's still got this big cast, and it's pretty sumptuously produced and everything, Mm -hmm. but, like, as it goes on, they just seem to, like, constrict more and more to, like, more and more inside stuff for more of the running time, and it was just like, this just seems, like, less lavish than I want. Yeah. (laughs) Like, season three and four were probably the high points, and then 5 just kind of constricts weird and, like, tries to write itself out of where it was, like, what it wanted to do, which was keep going for, like, four more years and really flesh out this whole thing. But it can't. Develop everything and probably have all those big payoff moments with these characters that just kind of disappeared. I don't think it's as big for them as you might maybe think it is. Like their plans. It's even. no Sopranos. Like, it, yeah, like it wasn't. It didn't get big enough, so they had to. They cut had to kind of stuff. trim it down or something. Yeah. And like, it's. I don't know. It just does not ultimately pay off. So if you weren't already on the hook, maybe don't bother. I'm not. Yeah. D- yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't even say like it's a show that works. Is like okay, like Sopranos. There's like one or two episodes that were like okay, this is just so good. Like, this episode right here, you don't even need the rest of the show. Just watch this one episode. So good. Like, mm-hmm. this is good piece of writing right here. I wouldn't single out any single Boardwalk Empire episode as, like, working in that way. It's always mm-hmm. kind of what happens next kind of stuff. Like, there's, like, they typically always have, like, a big bloodbath at the end of the season. Okay. Like, it's, like, and season four's was the best one. Okay. Oh, No. Season threes was the best one. <laughs> oh, okay. They have, they they have a character that actually does have a nice arc over the course of the first four seasons mm-hmm. that just goes off in this really satisfying way, and it's kind of awesome. Okay, but Jack Houston's character, I guess I can just say the actor. I'm yeah, Richard. Okay, there you go for people. Yeah, the guy with the mask. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the mask. once he's out of the picture entirely, it's just like, all right, like don't even don't even worry about it. Like Steve Buscemi's great and everything. Just, it's not a, it's not a great character. And like, plus like a lot of the flashback stuff just isn't even him. Like it's him reflecting and then it's like cut to an actor doing a Steve Buscemi impression. (laughs) Like it's weird. Okay. Yeah. So barrel, boardwalk empire barrel. And there you go. That's the barrel report. (laughs) The barrel report. Any barrel stuff this week? Uh, work. I'm just going to put work as a concept in the barrel. (laughs) Yeah. That's a bad idea, humanity. It's kind Figure of a, that out. it's kind of a bad one. Yeah. Um, I put passports. <laughs> yeah, passports. Government regulations go in the. Barrel. I'm gonna put December's loot crate in the barrel because that was some fucking trash. Okay. <laughs> uh, Groot socks. That's Groot, what I heard about. Groot socks. Wait, Aaron, where's the loot crate? Hmm? Where's the loot crate stuff? Down there. All of it? Or... Just the box from last month. Was this Parks Rec thing not in there? No. Okay. My mom bought that for me on a whim. Okay. Oh, it's probably that oh, right underneath it. it. Yeah. All right. So let me show you some of the garbage <laughs> that they decided. Let's describe with word pictures. Well, I have a video of us unboxing it because me and Aaron do that. All right. So there's a shitty Simpsons wallet that's made out of like paper. Well, I like the Simpsons, but okay. That wallet's garbage. Here is 
Oh, it's like a recyclable paper thing. Yeah, okay. I am Groot. Socks? Uh, well, something about this, like... The this pixelated Groot's okay. pixelated Groot looks like this could be in, like, Maniac Mansion or something. Yeah. So that's alright. This was a big selling point, apparently. A w- just a doorknob hanger. Oh, it's a Ghostbusters Loot Crate exclusive. Yep. And it's got the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man on it. A tiny candy cane. That's pretty lame. And, uh, I honestly don't know where the thing went, but there was a... The air freshener is a fire chill. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's probably... Oh, there it is. This. Uh, Captain America air Ooh, freshener. Ooh, but it's vanilla. Oh. There is a plus to it, then. So. So it's just kind of his shield. It's not just him standing there, and it smells like... You know, Chris Evans. It's not. Maybe that. he smells like vanilla. Maybe. Maybe he's made out of vanilla. He doesn't actually have blood in his veins. That's weird. But okay. This is vanilla extract. So is this going in a vehicle or something? Or nah? I have no idea. But anyways, so you saw what came out of it. Yeah. What do you think the theme was? Uh, Marvel stuff. Anniversary. Simpsons? Anniversary. So none of it fit a theme, first of all. It was all kind of just garbagey little trash things. Oh, and that. Okay. Which I don't... And a Joker-Batman mashup bobblehead? Not a bobblehead, just a pop figure. I like pop figures, so that's fine, but... pop figures aren't bobbleheads? No, they're not. They're just little figures. See, like... Big heads? Like my little grunt here? He doesn't wobble? No. Oh, okay. He's just kind of adorable. Just kind of chibi or something? Yeah. All right. It's a cute little grunt, though. Yeah, it's a Krogan. It is a Krogan. <laughs> You're right. I am... Yeah. Anyway, there you go. I am Krogan, yeah. Yeah. He, oh, in 3, when he's, like, headbutting everybody and bloodied up real bad. I thought he was dead, but he wasn't. It was crazy. He probably would be if you didn't do, like, loyalty missions or something, right? Oh, he can die in that scene? I have no idea, but I would like assume so. to be able to die in that scene, because he gets messed up real bad. But it seems like he could, because the only way he's alive is, like, the scene cuts, and then another scene starts with him walking Where he's out. he's like, oh, man, yeah. that really hurts. So like, that, no kidding, I thought you lost your All arm. they have to do is not play that scene. I guess so. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, he died in that battle. It's so good, though. Yep. No, yeah, Mass Effect 3, pretty good. Controversial. What did you think of Interstellar? Talk loud so this can pick you up. <laughs> okay. Um, I liked it. Okay, I don't know there about you that. go. No, okay. <laughs> Hans Zimmer in the barrel. <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Yeah, his whole career, just whatever. I'm sure he did something good once. Uh, gladiators. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think I talked about Exodus Gods and Kings last time. You did. Yeah, so yeah. Pharaoh stuff, that's all already covered. Yeah, that, he does it. That's a sign for in the barrel. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just do the little Joel Edgerton hand move, and then stuff goes in the barrel. Yeah. Um. So this this monster you create barrel. Ma- Fucking mainly trash. Mainly the theme doesn't have any, like, consistency? Because well, it seems like, what was that? Like, two, three Marvel... Well, two Marvel things, overall three superhero things, right? Anniversary? <laughs> 
and Simpsons Wallet, which doesn't fit at all. I think, like, what I... I don't know if I tweeted or just put it, like, as a caption for something. It's, like, leftovers. I, yeah, I think, like... <laughs> well, what I worded it as, the theme should have been shit we need to get rid of before the new year starts. Yeah. But, yeah, leftovers. Like, just cleaning out the closets here. It's like... Yeah. What What do we even like, got left? We uh, had ad, we had ad deals for this stuff. Like, let's just throw them in December's, I guess. I, I think I was disappointed with it because... Oh, it, a candy cane that makes it Christmas. Yeah. That's so bad. <laughs> I think I was disappointed with it because it was like, okay, the theme is anniversary because this is like their first full year doing it or whatever. Yeah. And it, there's still that little kid mentality of like Christmas is a time for like gifts and stuff like that. Yeah. So I bet they're going to do something pretty great. Hmm. And this is what I got. <laughs> oh, like really blow it out for Christmas. And then it yeah. just seems like the exact opposite. Like it's just yeah. like we stopped by the like you know, the gas station on the way over yeah. picked up whatever. We because, like... <laughs> like, an air freshener. Because, like, I think it was even just, not last month, but the month before, there was, like, a pretty cool t-shirt, that, like, little Mega Man stand helmet, which I love. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, that alien, like, the retro-packaged alien, the xenomorph okay. thing, and there was one more thing, all came together. I was just like... Okay, resubscribe. This is great. Like a bunch of little trinkets about stuff I care about. Right. And then now it's like, you guys like air fresheners? Do you like socks? You like Groot? Wallet? (laughs) What's with the wallet? It like I like the Simpsons. Of all of those, it doesn't fit at all. Like if it's just an extra Marvel thing, Mm -hmm. it would be like, hey, I don't like superheroes. I whatever. Yeah. Something, but yeah, that that just they already. Wasn't that like a Home Alone toy or something? I'm annoyed because it's very obvious that Loot Crate has money from the, like, superhero peoples in their pockets. Right. Or... Because one theme... Like, co-marketing, licensing, whatever. Yeah, because one month the theme was heroes, and the next month was villains. So it's, like, obvious that you're gonna... two months in a row are, like... Hey, go see Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, it was really weird. Yeah. So that's why I think I was stoked when it's like, Xenomorph! Yes! This is great! Or, like, there's a pen in there mm-hmm. that's, like, a Dead Rising, like... Dead Rising? Uh, yeah, Dead Rising. Like, okay. you know where you can, like, craft a bunch of stuff? Yeah. The pen is, like, basically a chainsaw, like, wrapped around a pen sort of thing. I guess like, three came out on PC like not too long ago, so it did. That's kind of the yeah. It marketing. came out. It came out around the same time, but like the little stuff like that, I like, and sometimes I like some of their like little things with codes on it because mm-hmm. it gets me a free game or something. But yeah, no, that goes in the barrel because fuck those guys. Okay, so fuck them. The latest loot crate, despite <laughs> pixelated Groot looking kind of. I'm like giving them one more month. A Lucasfilm thing. New new month, new year. Lucas Games rather. Yeah. So new crate, and if they don't pull it out, that's it. I'm fucking pulling. But the plug. aren't you subscribed for like a year or something? Or no, you subscribe per month. Oh, okay. Or you can subscribe for like longer, but why would I do? That? <laughs> like, I don't want. Okay. To pay, like, when does it typically arrive? Like this month's will arrive. It's been, it's been weird. It, sometimes it arrives the twentieth okay. of like the month. Sometimes like this one here arrived on the thirty first. Okay. Or the thirtieth, whatever the work day was there. Hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. There's a ten day window there where it might come. <laughs> Try and think of a way to okay, like the thirty first. Yeah. Okay. 
New so, Year's Eve? New, well, it, yes. It was. Two months prior. What day is that? Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Halloween. <laughs> okay. Uh, I played Saw 2 Flesh and Blood. Is it great? It's, oh man, it's kind of great. Those Saw games are fun. Like the first Saw game, I played through that whole game and I only missed one achievement because it was terrible. It was like knock down five dudes with a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. And you don't get a baseball bat very often. Mm-hmm. So you don't, re- you have like a narrow window of to like, do it. oh crap, I shouldn't have used the sledgehammer at this part because I need to be using the baseball bat for this achievement or something stupid. Like I missed one in the whole game and didn't want to play it again. Yeah. Uh, just to uh, over the course of it, get to the fifth guy again and be like, there, God damn it. And then turn it off. Uh, so yeah, but okay. Saw two. Ha- okay. There was a point in time where I was like, okay, this game is so close, but they really screwed up this one mechanic, and if they didn't do that, I would keep playing this game. And Saw 2 got it right. And I'm really bummed out about that. No, I'm talking about Saw 2. Oh. I was saying, like, my first session with Saw 2 was going really well, and then I ran into this bizarre thing, and I I was so mad at the game. I was like, I just rage quit and was like, all right, I gotta relax and just go away from this for a while. Maybe I'll play it again, but man, they screwed up. I was not perceiving the whole of the mechanic, and I will explain what happened. Uh, the game opens with you playing as a, like one character, and should you fail in what I thought was kind of a bold decision, it just moves on. Like you just, it's like that guy's dead. You didn't complete that, and now you're a different character. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like zombie you or something. They're just like. Inf- all manner of dudes could just enter, like, Jigsaw's crazy horror house. And, and just die. If you die, it's just moving on. Like, who cares? Because there's always characters. another one. Yeah. That's not the case, as I found out, because it's really just there is a main character, and then there's kind of a prologue that is the tutorial. Oh. And if you fail the prologue, it just, if you're at a certain point, it just bumps you on to the main story. Okay. But it's kind of annoying because I failed the prologue part, because of this mechanic, which I'm going to, I guess, elaborate on right now, balance beams okay. are stupid. And yeah. I've encountered this in other games, like uh, the Uncharted game on Vita has like periodic sections where Nathan Drake is just trying to walk on a log and you just like, need to balance him. Or like grinding on a, in a Tony Hawk game. Well, I guess, but it's like... So kind of teetery and just like, all right, I just got to like this adventurer who was just in some tough scrapes and fighting like a bunch of dudes now has to walk across a log and it's the hardest thing ever. Like, it's yeah. just like, oh, it just falls off. Like, he is just trying to fall, like leaning hard to the left. Like he has no control over his legs <laughs> mm-hmm. in this specific instance. And it was really terrible. Uh Saw 2 had what I thought was that to like the most insane degree like it's like you have like three seconds before he just falls off the thing okay and the only prompt on screen is ltrt tap those yeah that's how you step over step just go and i was like all right oh he fell Uh, okay and then it was just all right you failed the prologue moving on you're the main character they set him up played for like half an hour or something was getting along like a lot of quick time events and stuff, but I was okay with that. A lot of weird kind of murder puzzles. That's great. Like, just like, I don't know, like just diabolical little traps and stuff and just kind of, you're going to open this door. Oh no, there's a gun. Press this button before you get shot in the face. I was like, ah, like that kind of stuff keeps yeah. you on your toes. You're, 
But it all kind of makes sense because it's just Jigsaw set up a terrible place to be. Like, yeah. it, it fits game logic okay. Yeah. Because it's like, no, there was a game master who set up this like this. Yeah. That's why it's like that. And you're just like, okay. It's like Saw 2, where they're actually It's kind of a lot house. like Saw 2, yeah. yeah. Like, there's even just, like, hey, there's a bunch of... <laughs> okay, there's parts they just take from Saw 2 and, like, the various Saw movies, but then it's, like, the reason why that was, like, frantic and terrible in the movie isn't there. So it's like, hey, there's a toilet full of uh, needles. You gotta get that thing out of there. And you're just like, okay, why would you plunge your arm into there? Because in the movie, it's like... Yeah. You have like forty-five seconds before your head pops or something. You better hurry to yeah. get that key. You're just like, oh shit! So you're just like digging through horrible AIDS needles to get that thing out of there. But in this, it's like, no, you have all the time in the world. Just, just quite like carefully get those out of that toilet bowl. Yeah, and then you can pick up the thing you need to open the door. Like, why would you <laughs> jam your arm in it? <laughs> like, <laughs> and you, when yeah. you successfully pull out the like lock pick. Just needles up your arm. It's just like, what are you doing, guy? Like, what is wrong with you? But fortunately, there's health kits everywhere, and it's it's fine. You just use a health hypo, which is another needle, but a clean one. Right. And heal yourself up. It's like a gross, rusty... It's a saw game. It's a saw game, yeah. But this balance beam thing was driving me crazy. Like, I, I ran into another one, and it was just like this little stupid sequence of, like, the checkpoint is just a little bit before it so it's like all right reload go over to the cabinet get the lock pick go over to the baseball bat cabinet unlock it get the baseball bat go over here use the key on the door all right balance me time oh i fell and then do that again and again and again like 20 times and yeah. then it's just like what the hell is happening like it just says ltrt like yeah. i'm doing it like you just have to hold them as it turns out like the internet i was just like what the what is happening? I was just like, saw two flesh and blood balance beam. And it was like the first thing. I was just like, so what's going on with these balance beams? And it was just, okay, so you balance your character with the stick. God damn it. <laughs> like, it was just like, the game didn't tell me this at all. So it's just, it's super easy once you know that there's like, oh, there's one more manner of input yeah. for this part. You keep your guy standing straight so he's not drunk, crazy, falling. <laughs> And then you press the R and T L to walk. That's easy. And it's the easiest thing ever. So it's just like, okay, good. I I just didn't know, and now I'm enjoying Saw Two. That's the game's again. problem, though, that it, they didn't relay. It, it sucks that they didn't relay it. I there is a manual, and I did not uh, look at it. Okay. So I'm gonna like say Saw Two Flesh and Blood did a poor job telling me what was up, considering they really explained some other mechanics. Yeah. Uh, but. Overall, it's just gritty, like, gross, condemned-esque, like, just it's rusty, gnarly nonsense. Uh, there, there's obvious, like, there's the logic problem of, like, why would I plunge my arm in here if there's no time limit? Like, there's stuff like that. There's also, like, oh, I don't have shoes. And it's like, well, you killed that guy, just take his shoes. Right. <laughs> like, there's no take that guy's shoes mechanic, yeah. though. So you constantly have to worry about, all oh, there's shards of glass everywhere, like John McClane or something. But it's just, like... Shoes. If I was in this crazy, crappy like house, I would totally just take grab, grab that yeah. guy's shoes. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Or like tape something to your feet or whatever. Like, just prevent glass shards from doing as much damage as they are <laughs> to your feet. John McClane. Yeah, and I don't like. It's kind of a neat little like the actual action gameplay seems to have been toned down a lot. It's like whenever you encounter a dude, it's basically just a sequence of like quick time stuff. Okay. Like, it's just like press X to block. 
All right, now press Y. There, you hit that guy with the nail bat. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you hit him in the head. He's done. That's good, because that's not what the game... It's not a brawler. It's so. not at all a brawler. It's yeah. just like a violent horror haunted like a house puzzle kind of game sort Pu- of thing. and puzzle yeah so you'll yeah. just kind of be going along and then you'll encounter like a mean spirited puzzle that jigsaw set up for you like yeah. it's like you gotta get the combination to this door before these bombs go off and you're just like oh no oh no and there's like three minutes and you're kind of shoving around gross rotting corp like pig carcasses and whatever to try to get them to toggle this switch so it's like a weird dungeon that a psychopath made for you and that's that's saw all over so yeah I don't know. That it, sounds fun. It's actually totally fine at being a video game. What are you playing it on? Uh, 360. That's what I bought it for back when Blockbuster closed. Yeah. I think that's when I got that game, and it just kind of sat around because I was like, I know I'll eventually check this out. Like, whatever. I know when that came out. I knew a lot of people looking forward to it, and they said it was good. It's okay. So. Like, it, it does what it's supposed to well, and, like, the whole conceit of that whole thing fits video game writing quite well. Of course, because the movies are a video game. They're kind of, yeah. He is, he actually says, do you want to play a game? And it's like, like, I want to play okay. a little game. And yeah, Jigsaw will periodically pop up and Tobin Bell will say <laughs> creepy things to you and challenge you to do stuff. And you're just like, okay, why not? Uh, they, they have more kind of cutscene type stuff and like, okay, maybe, maybe one thing that's like a little, like, I'm not going to engage in this part of the game is like ass ton of collectibles. Like, for the achievements. Mm, I heard about that. For the first while, it was like, okay, there's like 25 jigsaw pieces. That's not so bad. uh, For the course of a game, I might, I might end up finding 25 jigsaw pieces. You might find like 20 and you'll go your way for five. And like, some of the puzzles and like little things to get into the rooms where those are are kind of fun. So, whatever. Sure, why not? I'll, I'll keep an eye out for these jigsaw pieces. Got it. Oh, okay. There's, there's like seven Billy puppets. You're just like, okay. And those are hidden behind, like, even crazier puzzles. Okay. So it's like, all right, that that's that's okay. Uh, Oh, hey, what's this? There's, like, a piece of paper. Oh, a case file. Okay. And, like, you read a little bio about a character or something. Oh, there's 50 of those. <sighs> Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I, I swear there's, like, there's audio tapes, too. There's, like, 25 audio tapes. What the fuck? I know. Okay. Yeah, like, it's just, they went one or two too many on, like, the, like, the ones that are hidden behind gameplay, that's fine. Like, it's, like, a means to, ins- like, hey, do you like the puzzle we got going on? Yeah. All right, well, here's a challenging one for you. Yeah. Oh, and you got a puppet and an achievement. Okay, cool. Like, whatever. Like, that, that's fine. Yeah. But I think, yeah, at this point, it's, like, a hundred or something of across all the different types. Like, it's most like of fucking, them are case files. It's, like, I've started, trophies. like, not reading the case file stuff because it's just, like, who cares? some underwritten little thing about, like, oh, there's this cop and... I don't know, Jigsaw killed his, her daughter, and she's really determined to track him down or something. She's like, that, great, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, it, I, I, like, I mean, the whole, like, story conceit, I guess, is, like, I think you're the son of Danny Glover's character, Detective Tap, from the first movie. Okay. So you're trying to, like, and it's all kind of, like, cops and stuff are uh, the... Uh, actually, yeah, there's, there's kind of, like, Jigsaw has various, like, hostages kind of in the building. Mm-hmm. And, like, you do have opportunities to, like, save or not them sometimes. Some okay. of them are story key, like, centric. And maybe this is one of the things where, like, initially I thought the game was, like, really bold in its design of just, like, you could play through this whole game and just screw up. And yeah. it's, like, great. I just didn't save, like, four people. And I just won't see what that was. Yeah. But, like, I won, but it was shitty. Yeah. And it's just, like, over the course of the game, that's what happens. 
I don't think that's the case. Like, there was a guy early in the game where it's like, you can save this guy. And I was just like, I don't know what this puzzle means. And then he exploded. And there was, like, a save point. And you're just like, all right. Like, I could have saved that guy, but I didn't. And the game just keeps going. But then later, there's, like, a guy that, like, the game considers this guy is, like, key to the story. So when I failed to save him, it was, like, load last checkpoint. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, it's like a game over state. So sometimes it's a game over state. That's And dumb. sometimes it's not. That's dumb. Inconsistency. It, it makes it really inconsistent because you're just yeah. like, like same way like with the prologue thing. I was like, when I first died as the other character, I was like, well, I screwed up. On to the next victim. Oh no, it's just you're you're this guy now. Like mm. it's kind of for a while I thought like this game is going to treat death with like way more severity than your average game, and then it's like no, uh, sometimes it would be kind of weird if they did. It for would. a Saw game. It like, would, but I was, like, intrigued that, oh, maybe they That just, it might. Because, like, the, yeah. you know, Saw's whole thing is about tough choices and death and whatever, so if they make it really punishing, that would fit. But sure. they didn't They didn't commit to that entirely, so... Because in the end, it still had to be a game. It still has to be a video game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. The part where I'm stuck right now is just, like, a logic puzzle that, like, I just am not putting the piece... Like, it's like, there's a door... That has a combination I need. Yeah. And then there's a room that is extremely dark. And I have a flashlight. So when I shine it on, like, some stuff, it starts to glow. Okay. And then there's, like, a silhouette of a body or something. Okay. And then in the bathroom, there's a mirror with a saw, a noose, and an axe. Okay. And I don't know what the correlation is or what it's trying to tell me. Because it's like, this needs to, like, equal three numbers. <laughs> <laughs> in some way. Yeah. And I have no idea what it's trying to get Can at. Can you, like, cut the body up or anything? No, it's, like, just oh, there's blood no body. stains, oh. essentially. So you're, like, going and looking in this dark room, and it's like, well, this could have conceivably been an axe murder, so maybe this correlates <sighs> to the axe, but it's a blood... Like, there's no number. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. So I'm just kind of, like, yeah, I'm stuck at a puzzle. But it's kind of nice to be stuck at a puzzle. I'll try it again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For, like trashy violent stuff it's pretty good it's actually like it video games kind of trashy and violent and this yeah. one just works with that it makes that its whole thing so it's it's fine yeah uh and then i tried playing fable 2 again yeah um i really wish that game came to pc and had way better frame rate yep because it's the best fable game and they just kind of left it yep. on this old platform yep. so i'm playing like a 2008 360 game they might release it on PC because they did do the Fable, the first one. Yeah. So it could happen. I guess. It's been a long time, though. Yeah, but they like money. But would that equal money? Because like, it's also kind of maybe dated design now. Too, they sold, they the, sold the first one, that Fable Anniversary, for like 15 or 20 bucks, and a lot of people bought it. Like years after the fact? Yeah. But like Molyneux isn't even there anymore at Lionhead. Yeah. So I don't know, like... Well, maybe that'll be like, we don't have any new ideas. He wasn't either when... uh, We'll have to port that. He wasn't when Anniversary came out either, I don't think. That's pretty recent. It's in the last... Really? It's in the last three months or so. Okay. I think I'm thinking of... Like, they've re-released Fable 1 twice now, I guess, then. Yes, they have. Wasn't there, like, the Lost Chapters or something? Yes. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. I think I'm thinking of that, and you're talking about there was yet another Fable update. Yes, there was. With more HD or something. Like... (laughs) More of it, yes. And more quests or something? Okay. Uh, but uh, I initially, my plan was to just load up my old save from like six years ago and just tinker around with like, uh, the economy in that game and like get more achievements and whatever, do the DLC, which is on this disc I bought. It's the platinum hits one. Yeah. Uh, but 
I, I'm playing on a different hard drive, actually. I, like, recovered my profile on a different system. So I just ended up starting the beginning again. It actually has, like, a pretty well-written tutorial. Mm-hmm. Like, it actually has, like, some story flavor to it and, like, yeah. writing charm. It's good. It's like, wow, for a tutorial, this isn't incredibly tiresome and horrible the way most of these are. Yeah. And that's, like, six years hence or whatever. So it's like, okay, that that's still cool. Um... Like, the kind of... I felt maybe, like, this is, like, maybe too easy in some ways of just kind of, like, being incredibly patronizing to you, almost. of just like, amazing! You did great in that battle! You got 200 bonus experience! Like, just, like, written on the screen after, like, every fight. It's like, I shot a beetle. Like, what are you... (laughs) Like, yeah. Let's not make a big deal about what just happened, because that was incredibly easy. Like, I pressed Y three times, and I won. Yeah. Like, stop it. Like, stop if talking I remember, down to me, game. Fable 2 did have, like, arena battle things, though. There's a bunch of Coliseum yeah. battles that are achievement stuff that I apparently didn't get years ago. Yeah. Uh, This does look better than 2004 or whatever. This is two, okay. Screenshots on Fable at. Anniversary. Yeah. 3869 Canadian. Wow. That's a lot for an old-ass game. And it was released September 12th. Okay. And if I remember correctly... It has problems with decent computers to the point where it will just start locking up every couple frames. Gross. Yeah. Okay. It has frame rate issues. That's a that's a shame. So, uh, but since they did this, they could potentially do two. Maybe. Uh, that'd be cool. I would buy it. Yeah. Two. Two. Uh, I, like I like the writing stuff I've encountered, like re-encountered. Um, and I I don't actually like I'm before I was a range was what I was focusing on. Now I'm, like, trying to trying out some magic stuff, and I actually like how they have the, like, hold it for area of effect, or you can aim it at stuff and shoot it. Yes. Like, that's actually kind of a novel control scheme. Uh, but, like, pretty early I ran into a treasure chest that says, go to fable2.com to find out how to open this, and I was like, what? Okay, like, some weird dated social media thing. That goes to their site. Yeah, yeah. like, there's some weird universe, like, not immersive business right there. Uh, yeah, I finished, like, the first quest or something, got, you know, I have my dog. Fable2.com doesn't exist. Great. It, uh, instead, it makes you Bing it, because it can't find Fable2.com. Okay. And then, like, some of the top stuff is, like, lionhead.com slash game slash Fable2. Okay. And stuff, so... Uh, maybe that's maybe it's Lionhead, or is it Fable Lionhead? like I I like two? Or is no, it? No, I thought it was the number two. The number two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at least in the little website thing I remember seeing, but whatever. Then uh, I'll look it up just like this. I don't know if I'm really like keen to replay through the whole game because I've already done that, and you know what happens at the end. Yeah. You have to kill someone or not save every... Like, I'm thinking, like, if I'm gonna... Like, it is that moral choice thing, though, so maybe I will and, like, make radically different choices as to what, what it, I vaguely recall. What was your ago. choice? I was the... The dog died for me. That's all, like, spoiler, whatever. My I dog died. I chose whatever, like, the good, noble ending was. It was so to got... save everybody in the land by, like, your dog and your sister dying or something. And then also you're, like, really scarred up or something, right? Yeah, you basically fuck yourself you up to save everybody. Yeah, I yeah. did that. Yeah. Uh, and apparently you can undo a lot of that on Not Whole Island. <laughs> oh. You can conjure your dog back from the grave with voodoo magic. 
Uh, right, because it's still a video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can fig- like heal your scars with potions and stuff. Or that was 2008. Yeah, it's 2008. Um, That's a long-ass time ago. It's kind of a while ago in video game worlds, but uh, I don't know. Like, there, There's still a kind of slickness and a... like. It's thoughtfully put together. Yeah. Parts of it seem to be really like it's like this. This intro was like really thought about. Like this is your introduction into the world. That's when you're in like the like, slave uh, tower, right? Thing. No, that's later. The, but that 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 part's cool too. Yeah, that part's um, awesome. That's the end, actually, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's late in the game. Yeah, like there's the yeah there's a whole prison bit where you're being tortured and your experience. I thought you like, started. Away. I thought you started there though. Like the tutorial was like you were like punishing people. No, there. the tutorial, you're a little kid with your sister. That's right. And it's like, oh, we gotta save up some gold coins to buy this, like, you're, magic artifact. It's weird, because you're doing the stuff that you'll do throughout the whole game as kids, like, playing. Yeah. 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 Like, it's so, great. So it's, like, introducing you to, like, shooting mechanics and, like, sword play and stuff, but you're just kind of, like, and, and like, some of the slight moral choice stuff, like, a really bit. obvious binaries of just, like, hey, you know that guy said to, like, you know... Shoot those beetles and save all his stuff. How about you smash all his stuff? Yeah. It's like, well, no, that's a real mean thing to do. Yeah. Why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, like he specifically asked me to help him. Yeah. He, like, so even though I'm like, oh, I'll play it differently this time, I'm not gonna be like a total dick. Right. So that's like any every time I've gone back to Mass Effect. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm gonna play oh, the Renegade, Renegade playthrough. Like, I don't They're, want gross scars and like red eyes. No, I still play as a Paragon Renegade. Okay. Where he's, like, doing the right thing, but by his own rules. <laughs> okay. So it's like, I'm doing the right thing, but then I'll press RT to, like, throw you through a window. No, it was more like, I cho- I choose the option of, like, the right moral thing to do. Okay. Unless somebody tells me to, and then I give them a fuck you answer. It's like, no. Yeah, exactly. That. So any, like, option, and it's kind of a weird gameplay, because you don't really have either one very full because of it. Okay. But it's, like, one of the things where it's like, we're going to do this because it's the right thing to do or whatever. Anytime a character or NPC or whatever tells you what to do, you just give them a big middle finger. <laughs> I find it tough to do that. Like, it's yeah. usually so, like, no, I, why would I do that? That's, like, you're a bad person. Why would I help you? Well, because we're Canadian. No, but, like, it's, like, this I would rather the... just, like, kill that guy, too. Like, yeah. Or maybe it's just, like, kill both of them. Like, yeah. I don't, like, that's the only, like, bad way I would go. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm going to help this other guy put his, like, heel on the throat of this dude. It's like, hell no, man. Fuck mm-hmm. that guy, too. Yeah. Like, blap. You're both under my... Like, so, like, one yeah. of the quests I was running into is, like, hey, don't don't release those people. Like, I want to keep them as slaves. And you're just like, what? It's like, I'm gonna kill you and no. release them. So I released them, and then I killed that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just like, whatever. That's not what's gonna happen. So I didn't even lose morality for killing that guy, because that guy sucked. Right. <laughs> So whatever, like, but I know there, there's an achievement I didn't get the first time, which is like sacrifice ten people at this like weird, t- like temple. And it's yeah. like I don't want to ever do that, but I think I, I guess I kind of want to to get that those points, man. Yeah, get those achievements. So morally questionable stuff, whatever. Uh, yeah, Fable Two is okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, I wish it looked better. Technical issues, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it it's like trying to look as good as it can for like 2008 360 yeah. development, but it's like it's a 360 and you know from 2008. Yeah, yeah. There, there's like I like jumped into the water and then like the big splash it made like slowed the frame rate down like visibly, and you're just like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> like all right, it's cool that I can swim all over here, but ugh. what was the creepy kid again project with the connect? 
Oh, Milo? Milo. Yeah. Did that ever happen? Did they uh, do anything with it? I'm wondering if, like, I also have Fable the Journey on Connect, which maybe I'll just, like, go to that and okay. see. Because that's, like, the last Molyneux Lionhead project. And also, I think they might have instituted some of that Milo-esque business into that game. Okay. Because I've, I've heard very mixed things. Like, it, it's obviously, if your Connect works really well... Which it won't, because it's Connect, and you yeah. don't have a giant well-lit warehouse or wherever you need to be to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, you're going to run into a lot of weird problems, but apparently it's kind of neat. I don't know. Okay. And I, I bought that for, like, ten bucks. I think that th- that's probably what kind of rekindled, like, oh, yeah, Fable in my mind, and then mm. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy Fable 2. I don't know. That's kind of how every game for the Connect ever gets sold. Well, I bought it it's for, like, like, five bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Rise of Nightmares was, like, three. Gunstringer, I actually paid like fifteen. Yeah, I did too. I paid fifteen. I, 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 that was a I'm mistake. Curious about revisiting Gun Rise of Nightmares. I was having a good time playing Rise of Nightmares because it's so dumb. It's dumb. Like yeah. it's like once you get over the fact that like how retarded like you're you're standing there kind of for, holding your arms forward and your character's like floating around like it's it doesn't feel right at all. No, but it's kind of funny. It like, is. It, it's kind of enjoyable. To it's do really dumb. dumb stuff. Yeah. And, like, I, I have no issue doing dumb things, like, just waving around my arms and whatever. I do, I do not feel ridiculous doing so. It, sure. It's, it's, like, fun. So, I'll try that out. Whatever. Sure. But, yeah, Connect stuff. Um, Fable, Linehead, mm-hmm. 22 Cans, all that. I, I have not played Goddess. Goddess. I've owned it for, like, a year. I just don't know if I care. Yeah. Like, I don't. <laughs> RTS stuff. I don't, I don't care know. about that at all. Yeah. So... Yeah, 360 type stuff. That's that's been weird, right? Just going back to that other Xbox, but I don't know. What do you mean the other Xbox? There, so there's this Xbox One. Yeah, but there's nothing out on it. I kind of curious about D4, but that's it. Oh yeah, like the swirly stuff. That's it. Yeah, it's weird because if there was a game I would buy that system for, it's that right now. Yeah, and that's not a good. That's not a four hundred dollar investment. It's not thing like. Really, once Quantum Break or whatever comes out, like, the next Remedy game... Yeah, Like, maybe. if that's truly, like, yeah, no, this isn't coming out on anything else. Like, mm-hmm. if that's actually true, which I... Mm-hmm. Like, is anything... Like, I'm assuming I, it's coming out. I'm pretty sure Destiny's even coming out this year on yeah, PC. it's coming out on PC. Grand Theft Auto V, I pre-ordered that. It's coming out through the end of this month for PC. Yep. So... 27th, I believe? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, that and some Mebos showing up in my house. Woo! I bought a physical copy because I'm dumb. I, I, I want it. I want it. I the want a physical thing. Physical copies are fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I like Grand Theft Auto V, so I don't even feel that weird about it. Just, well, yeah, because it's the same game, but better. It's that game of the year I said, like, in 2013? No. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Damn, it's a long time ago. It was a year ago. Weird. <clears throat> anyway. Grand yeah. Grand Theft Trevor. First person. I'm excited for the first person. I don't Honestly. know if that would help or not. I don't know either. They do so much good like character animation. Yeah. That it's like, well, now it's just like your camera's wobbling around. And <laughs> yeah. that means Trevor's wasted. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, but that doesn't that's not I wanna see the stumbling and the falling and all that. <laughs> like it's weird to put all that effort in and then just eh, whatever. Like but maybe it's like, dude, well, you can like look at how detailed this is. I'm something. I'm actually looking forward to it to First play. person driving though, super yeah. into that. I'm looking forward to playing it with friends, honestly. Oh, like the multiplayer stuff? Yeah. I I toyed with it a bit on three, like PS3, but... With who? Uh, just myself. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't really... 
Like, yeah, I did. Like, I do know a guy who's like playing a lot, like online. But I just, like, I was personally? getting out of that game when like he was still like, oh yeah, dude, I'm playing the online. It's like, kind of. Is it a guy know. you know like that lives here? No, no, it's a coworker of mine. Love that oh. game. And was playing online all the time. Was always keeping me up to date on like, oh dude, they like gave the community a million dollars and all this stuff. Was like, okay, like that's cool, but <laughs> I I really like the single player. Like, yeah, I, I like played fifty hours of that in like a week. Yeah, and then I was like, sweet, I did it, and then that was it. But I had an amazing time, mm-hmm. and I still hold that game in high regard. But mm-hmm. the online stuff was not why I was there ever. So yeah, I don't know. That was not. That was not what I was looking for, but if, I don't know if you got it, like there were times where I was like, this is actually really cool that I was like driving around in the open world and like robbing a convenience store. And yeah. then I could be like broadsided by like a dude and he could take my score. Exactly. Like stuff yeah. like that was really rad. But then whenever it was like, Hey, let's meet up and actually like do an event. It was like a race or something. Like, Oh no, like, I'm not talking about the race. I'm talking about, this is basically going to be carnage. This is going to be Daisy in grand theft auto five. Yeah. Where it's just like a bunch of people like running each other over. And, and without like the draw distance issues of the older consoles. Yeah. Like that stuff might actually be really cool. Yeah. And like I think some of the later events they added are like weird. Like it's a race, but you're also like murdering each other. Like so it might actually be fun. I want to fly. I want to find a plane, fill it with some people, and drive it into a building. Yeah. There you go. And you can only do that in multiplayer. <laughs> Got, yeah. You so, can fly airplanes and crash them into stuff. Yeah, but you can't get a bunch of your friends to die with you. <laughs> it's true. There you go. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually really keen on playing Grand Theft Auto Five again. Like, I, okay. have, it's a real top tier experience, and it's coming out. I'm kind of keen on playing it uh, ever. Oh, you didn't? I played four hours of it yeah. and put oh, it okay. down. Okay, well there you go. So, uh, I'll play a little bit of that, swapping around different dudes and like cool music and mm. first person. I don't know. Oh, there's there's some fun tunes in there. Anyway. I don't remember. Like, I didn't play enough to for any of them to seep into my memory. It's like West End Girls or whatever, Pet Shop Boys. Okay. They lean on that song like a lot. Oh, in okay. A lot of stuff. Okay. It was uh, it fits. Uh, anyway. Uh, what was it? What? Grand Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Fable. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're talking about whether or not the Xbox One is worth buying. No, it's not. Because uh, if I thought it was, then I would have have one right now. Did you play Titanfall this year? Actually, I played it two nights ago. How's that? It I was like I was like Origin was having a sale over the holidays too. Yeah, it was like ten bucks. It's actually still on, going on, by the way. It's still ten bucks. Yes. Okay, I was looking at also, it. and I was like, I like shooting stuff, and if this looks really nice, and it could be fun. It How, plays, is it is it fun? Is it good? Not really. No. It plays fine. It looks fine. Is it because it's all multiplayer contingent? Or yes. What's wrong yes. with it? Oh, okay. I'm, is the community I just, kind of dying or what? I'm not sure, but like, I wanted just like a campaign to play single player a little bit. Like, I don't yeah. mind multiplayer, but like, there has to be something for me to be able to jump in and do alone and for there a little bit. They like deliberately designed it not to do that. So instead, I've been playing Crisis Three, <laughs> and that's a fun little shooter. That's all right. Cr- that's Crisis. Okay. Yeah. So is there like a bow in it and weird like there is a bow in it. There is weird invisibility powers Can and like a shield and super jump? punching. Yeah. I never really got into any crisis ever. How like what's going on with this one? It's it's the same. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. I might not play. Yeah. There's like dudes and aliens and it looks nice and you shoot and can like up you have different like weapon attachments and stuff for your weapons and mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. It's a shooter. 
but I was yeah I was kind of testing the new video card so I'm and just it, like it's doing good job. it's on ultra like 60 frames no problem it's okay. fine okay hmm that's a shame about Titanfall stuff though like I don't know I played it on the free 48 hour thing because okay. Origin gives you that like play now sort of thing where you can just like download it and play it for 48 hours and then you have to buy it or delete it yeah and I played through the tut- tutorial, and then it's like, find a match now, and I close it and played something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, like, there's apparently, like, campaign-esque stuff that's, like, woven into multiplayer. Is there? But apparently, it, it like, even when it first came out, it was kind of hard to, like, do that right, because it was like, mm. oh, it, it just random jumped you into a later part or something. Because it's like, you're just playing a multiplayer match, but it's also got kind of scripted characters saying things and whatever over it about the story. Yeah. Maybe just, like, kind of themed around each different level and whatever. Like, there's, like, objectives that are kind of written up a bit. It sounded like a real half-assed single-player blend or something. Yeah. It's it's a multiplayer game. It is. But... And I didn't want that like, parkouring around and, like, being a big robot, and if it looks really, really nice, because it's next-gen kind of developed... Maybe yes. that would be kind of... No. I'll tell you another problem I had with it is that you download it and it says, like, the download size is, like, uh, I think 19 or 20 gigs or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, size after install, like, 60 gigs. Like, it unpacks or something? Yeah. Jeez. And so they still haven't fixed the problem with Titanfall, which is all of their audio is uncompressed for every language on Earth. So there's, like, a German track, there's, like, tracks for, like, other languages, and they're all uncompressed audio, which is 30 out of the 50 gigs. So you're just like, can you just, like, delete the Russian pack? You probably can't. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I only need English, please. Can you uh, trim that down for me? So that problem is still there, and they, it like, I went to my, my computer after, and it's like, you're using up, like, this much of your hard drive. I'm like, yeah, delete. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, okay. That's a shame. Yeah. I mean, we have plenty of space, so I could probably look into that, but... Uh, it's just a waste, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's inefficient. It is. It's great. stupid. It's just dumb. Mm. It's audio. Who fucking cares? You can compress that shit down to, like, nothing. Especially if it's just, like, voices yelling at you about, like, Oh, you gotta get the power spheres over to the grid! I think it's, it's especially power. annoying, too, when it's, like... After that, I downloaded Crisis 3... It's like 19 gigs, just straight out. <laughs> like the like, whole thing. That's All the whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. Which you're just like, what does Titanfall do? <laughs> like, it, Yo, besides that, the that audio. That audio. If you have damn. Like 7.1, those voices sound like they're in your house. Like that guy's <laughs> in your head. You. That would be creepy, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's like in your headset, in your yeah. deck or whatever. Okay, actually, thinking about Titanfall briefly, I was reminded of this, like, it's just this thing that kind of bothered me about advertising and like fleeting experiences Mac and Warriors. promotional stuff. No, two years ago I was E three twenty twelve. There's a giant ass Titanfall mech. Of course, just in the lobby. It's huge. It's like three stories tall. Yeah. Like, wow, what an impressive thing they threw together. That thing's probably in a warehouse or like in a garbage bin because <laughs> like it's like this existed yeah. solely to promote this video game. Now that came out, kind of sold okay. We're a little disappointed with it. Mm-hmm. Eh. Where does that go? It's probably in a theme park painted as something else. That's what I wish would happen. Yeah. Like, that's what I was saying. Is like, there's no, like, long-term thinking of, like, 
Okay, and after this video game thing is over, we're going to repaint this, and it's going to be, like, near a fountain or something in a city. They kind of need the Island of Misfit mascots for video game stand-ups. Or, some, or like, or some weird GoldenEye, like, statue theme park or whatever. Like yeah. Just statue graveyard where there's just, like, oh, weird. Like, what's all this like, stuff? It's like, yeah, these are promotional things. Duke Nukem's over there. Like the Firefall one with the, like, dude yeah. and girl with the <laughs> thing coming up. Yeah, like that dude's costume that he was always in every year with, like, the big walker legs and everything. Yeah. Now that Firefall's probably failed. Uh, that's just in a bin somewhere. I have Firefall on here. Is it middling at best and whatever? It's middling. Yeah, it just I didn't seem I, like that would ever be a I huge I wouldn't even thing. say it's middling at best. It's just that's what it does. Yeah. Like, it, it's it, not worse. It's not better. It's just it's just a there play game that you shoot stuff and whatever. It feels like a Borderlands maybe. Okay. Without like the quick wit or whatever the sarcasm. Yeah. So that that was just such a weird fixture of expos like packs. It just Firefall. Yeah. It kind of feels weird that it's gone now. It's gone. Well, it's a weird feel that like oh, it's that out. It won't. It's out, and it won't have to do. That it won't anymore. take up a full square block. <laughs> It's of like the Battle whole Block Theater, where it's just like, oh, yeah. right, yeah, that's coming out. Yeah, I don't know why they're spending so much time on this. I don't like Battle Block Theater. I don't want it. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't like looks it. like devoid of personality and kind of lame. It's just not fun. That's more important to me. Like, it's it's puzzly platforming, and it's just like, I just want to jump. I just want to have fun. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. It, 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 it didn't look that appealing, beyond, like, the narration being funny or whatever. But, like, like that's what, that's their thing. Yeah. So, of course, that's going to be there. Yeah. I, Behemoth in general. I don't know. Ca- Castle Crackers, yeah. I was never over yeah. the moon about. Alien it was Hominid okay. Was like A- Alien Hominid contra. was super hard. Yeah. It's just like, this is really, I can't, I, this is This is one. difficult, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to stop playing that. I feel like there was another one, but there probably wasn't. No. They made like three games. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. Th- I mean, there was like a port of Alien Hominid that had like a weird other mini game thing in it where you're like making platforms or something, but... Yeah. Yeah. The GameCube port, maybe? Anyway. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, video games. I, I I think that's really, that was that stuff. I Like, none none of the stuff I talked about, like, the, that balance beam stuff, that balance beam tutorial, that goes in the barrel. But now that I know Everything else works, is fine, was it's fine, actually though. panning out with that game, yeah. Maybe I mean, the frame rate and technical limitations of, of Fable, Fable 2, 2 is a little goes in the barrel. <laughs> We're just throwing concepts in the barrel. 2008 tech... <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's, like, old now. What's that about? <laughs> right. Now my eyes can't unsee the slower frame rate. It's, like, the same way I, like, was playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas very happily on a PS2. Yeah. For like 50 hours. And then I saw it on a PC or something. I was like, oh, this is garbage. My eyes are, like, bleeding. I can't even play it. And it was like, I, I had to stop. I never got 100%. I, I was going to, and then I, I can't even play anymore. And then yeah. I bought the Xbox version, and I was like, maybe this will capture the magic. <laughs> I was like, this game in general just is so ugly now. Yeah. Like, that era of Grand Theft Auto stuff is like, oh, wow, their mouths don't move. I would love for them to do what they did with, like, Halo and make it so you could, like, push a button to switch between, like, a remastered version of San Andreas right, so it's and the like, original. Now it looks like Samuel Jackson and he's talking. Yeah. Press this button. <laughs> like, the textures just go away in his mouth. That was kind of like in Metal Gear Solid 4 when he has that dream as, like. Yeah, old as, snake. like, Metal Gear Solid 1 Snake. Yeah. And then he wakes up. It's like, Ooh, and then there's weird, <laughs> like, bad looking eight polygons it's, him. And that's then, a great part. Yeah. That's a good gag. 
Well, it's like a clever acknowledgement of like the history of all of it. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, weird. It's, it is. It's kind of neat. Uh, hey, that new Metal Gear is coming out like this year, right? Oh, I played Ground Zeroes again. How do you like that? Again. <laughs> that that plays way better on a PC than it does on the PlayStation. PlayStation 3? Yeah. that's where I played it. Too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Way so, better. Like It was like 13 bucks during the Steam stuff, too, and I, I looked at I'm it. I'm pretty sure it's like probably capped at 30, like everything seems to be on console <laughs> on, on there. On PS3, It's yeah. super fast on here, so you're just like moving around, some guy sees you, just click. Oh. Head gone. Keep moving. I mean, I, I, I was into it enough to play through like the core story and a couple of the side things, but maybe yeah. if I like was more like, whoa, this looks amazing. You know what the worst problem with Ground Zeroes was? Uh, keep your it. I mean, we've been through this. Okay. Yes. Yes, but gameplay-wise? Gameplay-wise? Yeah. Is that they included cool other, like, little ops in there. Yeah. But I wish they had changed, like, just done a different island for each one. They can be smaller. I don't care. Uh, okay. It's just, like, I just well, didn't like going through... kind of, like, repurposing the same map. Over like, and over. Stuff. Yeah, I didn't like that. Okay. I just kind of wanted it a little bit different each well, time. It was almost like the kind of VR missions kind of. It w- yeah, that's what it is, I believe, right? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. And like Hideo Kojima's in one, and you're like rescuing him? Yeah. Yeah. Poor Paz. What? Oh. Oh, man. Jesus. Like, I know. <sighs> like, I don't even like, oh, this is this went too far. This crossed the line for video games. That it's went too like, far. Nah, it's just darker. Like, I, yeah. I, like, dude, I watched, like, Irreversible two weeks ago. Like, you can go far. Ir- Irreversible is pretty good. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't mind extreme content. It's yeah. just, it was a little, like, oh. It was I, fucked up. I wasn't up. expecting yeah. that. Yeah. In, in here. But. I liked it. I wasn't paying enough attention to what they were saying on this audio tape, and now I'm like, wait, what? Ugh. Like, yeah. There's, I don't know. Yeah. And bombs and weird things. And yeah. It's, eh, it, there's some crazy stuff. I maybe stuff hope there. the rest of, like, Phantom Pain or whatever doesn't just get kind of grimy and throw dark for no reason. Like, I don't it's know. It's a day, Okajima. It won't. Yeah, but that's a weird kind of tra- palette, like, tone setter or whatever. I, I don't know what to expect going forward. But whatever. It Like, it slicks slick stuff in there, I remember. Like, uh, just streamlining the stealth experience and the combat experience to be kind of just like, this is kind of like an action shooter, but you're encouraged to not cause a bunch of problems and raise too much attention. But if you do, you can waste everybody. Sure. Like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of like Arkham did a bit or Mm -hmm. something. It's, it's like, approachable more so. Yeah. But, uh, I like that old stuff too, though. Three's really good. Oh, dude, three. Oh, you're still three's really good. That song and everything. Anyway. Everything about that game is amazing. Yeah. So Metal in theory, because I haven't replayed it recently, so I well, I did like I might be two missing... and a half years ago the HD collection or whatever. I really like that the end. You can kill the end just by old age for not playing. Yeah. The... I really like that a lot. Oh man. Okay. So speaking about Metal Gear, this is kind of like I mean I'm almost done watching Trigun. Okay. And... <laughs> It's, like, hard for me to, like, watch that show and I just be like, oh, God, like, this is, these characters are so much, like, Metal Gear bosses. Mm-hmm. Like, there are, there's, like, a whole slate of characters called the Gung-Ho Guns mm-hmm. that is just, like, this might as well just be, like, a Foxhound unit or something. And this came out in, like, 98. So yeah. I don't know if, like, Hideo Kojima, like, getting his otaku on and, like, watching all the anime. And it could like, be, or that could just be, like, a bunch of stuff that was Japan going on in Japan does. right then. Yeah, like, it's just, like yeah. There's a character that has, like, a super long sniper rifle that 
like when it's all fully extended and stuff, it's almost like a oil pipe. Like, okay. With like little bracers holding it up because it's like so stupid long and he's like outside the city or whatever. It's like okay. this guy could just like walk right into the Metal Gear cast and just be like, yeah, whatever. It's I fit it's in sniper. perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's like you wouldn't even get like think about it. It's just like, yeah, that guy's way into guns and has a weird <laughs> weapon, like his weird signature weapon and like one eye or something. Like, welcome, welcome aboard. Yeah. Like, th- like, there's a bunch of dudes that are just like, these are, th- like, I'm watching boss battles right now. Like, the end of that show, like, the last, like, few, like, eight episodes or something, just seems like, yeah, this is, like, the series of boss battles before, like, the final boss, and you're just watching the main character. That's all kind of cool, though. Battle dudes. It's, it's totally fine as, like, an action show or whatever. I think, as we described it, it's anime. Well, <laughs> I'm, like, more and more realizing between, like, having watched Evangelion and even, like, Panty and Stalking watching it again and all this stuff, it seems like one of the things anime always loves doing is, like, Oh, oh, dude, it's, like, the last, like, three episodes. All right, here's the backstory. Like, now. Like, all of it. He- here's what this character was about this whole time. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's a really weird way. Like, maybe that's why I was, like, kind of into the way Death Note handled their story. Because mm. they're just, like, no, no, no. Like, they explain what these dudes are about and then have a story with them. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of, like, oh, he's going to find out. Like, they're, you're kind of, like, on the edge of your seat because you know what's going on. Yeah. As opposed to, like... Oh, hey, that character? Yeah, he, he had ties to, like, the other side of this conflict the whole time. And yeah. It's like, that's really useless to find out at hour 20 or whatever of this whole thing. Like, what? Okay. Or it's like, oh, yeah, uh, Vash, he's had this, like, rivalry with this other dude. And mm-hmm. this other dude exists, by the way. And you find that out in, like, episode 18 of 26. And you're just like, what? Like, what? Like, this whole time, there's just been kind of lighthearted, goofy adventures, and it's just like, okay, like, there's been this, like, serious rivalry, and, like, this giant conflict that's been <laughs> raging for over a century, and it's like, yeah. there has? I have not been aware of that. I thought there was just, like, goofy cats, like, th- there's a cat cameo in every episode. This Neko just appears. There's one right here. I know. There he is. <laughs> in- <laughs> and so that'll just, like, little gag there. Like, there's weird kind of, like, him just goofing around and eating sugary snacks and whatever, and it's just, like, fun times. And then now it's, like, this weird, heavy-handed moral decisions and, like, I don't know. It's it's anime, but, like, yeah. that part, like, I don't understand if it's, like, a cultural thing or, like, that's just, like, how stories tend to happen. Like, it's just, like, mm. oh, yeah, no, you reveal, like, all the layers, and then maybe it's, like, incentive to watch it again with this new framework or something. I don't know. Yeah. But it's weird. It's weird. I'm still not used to it. We're almost done that show. It's generally okay. Okay. But it's kind of a goofy action show, and then they try to make it more than that like, yeah. last second. So, like, Evangelion, it's like, we're going to try to make this about, like, this one character and his childhood and all this stuff, like, in the last hour. And you're just like, I, <sighs> what? <laughs> I, I thought this was about, like, the big weird angels attacking this post-apocalyptic city and, like, robots and... <laughs> no, like, nope. nah, we're not really so much interested in that. This character Shinji, he yeah. doesn't like his dad. It's <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> like yeah. So whatever. I I have the <laughs> I have the Shinji? movies and stuff now. I can find out what's going on with the rest of you okay. at some point. Cool. Like I I popped one in just to make sure the disc worked because I bought it secondhand. Yeah. It opens with like live action, so it's already <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> like it's just like, all right, this is gonna it's, get weird. It's losing you further. Already. No, I love that it's going super weird. Like it's yeah. like just swing for the fences, whatever, go for it. Um. Well, I mean, it's Japanese. It is Japanese. So, uh, last media roundup of like my week, I guess. Sure. Uh, 
Hey, did you know Weird Al Yankovic was in season four of My Little Pony? Why would I know that? I don't know. Uh, he's been talking a lot about mandatory phone stuff lately. Maybe he tweeted something about it. I don't know if he did. I haven't really been paying attention. Okay. Anyway, he plays a character named Cheese Sandwich, and uh, he's kind of a rival for Pinkie Pie in terms of like party throwing and stuff. I got back into watching that show. Some of the episodes are okay. I'm actually okay with some of the stuff I've been seeing so far. Okay. It's on Netflix. You still hate season two, though. Season, no, season three. Three, three yeah, was okay. kind of just a general letdown, and I still think that's the case. Okay. Uh, Four is okay, episodes, though. And they were trying to do this big arc thing with the Crystal Empire. It was kind of lame. Uh, yeah, Four just is having like one-off weird friendship. So it's back to it's... It's doing what it was better at, and occasionally there's some kind of just inspired <clears throat> stuff. A lot of songs, though. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like they're mm. really leaning into like it's a musical or something. It's like okay, what's well, like, a kid show? It's a kid show. They were all like that always. I'm like man, that cheese sandwich episode. I'm like, well, I guess it's a Weird Al guest show too. So it's like, hey, this guy's a song it sings. So yeah. we're gonna have like two songs for him, and then also another song. And he's like, okay, that makes sense. So never mind. Uh, okay. Cheese sandwich is all right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that shows it wasn't really season three. Could probably stay there in the barrel. Yeah, four four is working out. Four is working out. Working and that's leading up to the Rainbow Rocks movie, which is also on Netflix. At least American. So I better watch it before Show Me comes out. I don't know. That fucking Show Me. I. It's also like they're advertising it really incessantly ha- at movie theaters. Have you seen that commercial? Like actually looked at it? No. All the things they're showing. Yeah. There is in one of the corners an asterisk. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, it says they're li- what the asterisk was for. And it's like titles coming soon or something. Uh, titles like pending or something. So all the things they're showing aren't actually part of the service. It's like Easy A. It's like that's not actually going to be on the service. Yeah, no. Like, or like SpongeBob or like the walk. I don't know if Walking Dead was on there. Like the TV shows and stuff. Like the stuff they're showing that actually is big. Like clout. Like this is a thing I recognize. We got all of it. It's like that's one of the ones that no. It's like it's not. We might. It's not finalized. Yeah, great. So great. So they're kind of lying. Well, it's in like beta right now for Rogers customers only or something. That's my understanding. Are you gonna take a look at it? Well, we don't. We don't have that. Like I'm saying, like oh. Brittany's already tried to see if we can get into it, and she can't. Oh, okay. and she she has a Rogers work phone or something. I don't know. Mm. There was some way we were trying to get into it, but it, it's your if you're an internet customer or something. I don't know. Oh, so you have to be. Uh, yeah, there, in there's the East, ways Eastern into like Canada beta, right now. But we we weren't able to, so we weren't able. To. That was actually one of our ways where we we're like, all right, let's like we 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 just wanted to watch Law Abiding Citizen, oh. and it was like, okay, it's not on Canadian Netflix, okay, it's not on like American Netflix. Uh oh, what about that library streaming service Hoopla? Yeah. Okay. Oh, weird. Here it is. Okay, well I'm gonna log in. Oh no, they just have an entry for it. As like this is a movie that exists, and here's some facts about it. They don't actually have it for streaming. Like, it was like a weird kind of like false positive. Like, oh, there it is. Oh no, you can't actually watch it. Uh, so then I was like, oh, let's try to get them to show me thing, and then we couldn't. So mm. and it's just like, let's go over to the store and buy a Blu-ray, and then we'll watch it. Yeah. Ah, it wasn't that great. Whatever. Pawn shop. <laughs> Pawn shop. Yeah. Here's like three dollars. It's like eh. Oh, and then I bought a record player. Uh. Do you have any records? One, uh, Random Access Memories, the Daft Punk, which is on two records. It's only 12 songs. I thought that was, they could, I don't know. I thought that would all fit on one. No, there's usually only three or four on one side of a record. Damn, that's super (laughs) inefficient. Yeah. What a weird format. Anyway, that's cool. Yeah. 
Uh, analog sound. Look forward to that. We're gonna get a preamp for it though. Yeah, you do. The specific one we chose uh, is like I don't know if it's the exact model, but like looking at it, I was like, I swear, like we had this when I was like eight. Like, okay. I was listening to my little Star Wars like yeah. read along storybook record. Yeah, something really similar to this record player. So we have to buy this. Yeah, so I bought that. Uh, and this Walt Disney racing game for Dreamcast, which is on my list of like, this is actually supposed to be okay, and I want to check it out, Dreamcast games. I also saw D2 there, but is that good? Not really. Yeah. But it's a survival horror game on the Dreamcast. Is it like first person? Like on the no. back of the case, it looked like there was like a gun in the bottom right corner. I'm pretty sure it was like parts with both. Okay. Because I it was rem- like thirty dollars, and I was like, I don't know if this is good or not. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I shied away from it. But I actually have a game that I was. Was that from Game Traders or Disc? Uh, that was the buy and sell like cash converter. Yeah. Place. Okay. They, they have good slate of stuff. I like. I, I always like cash converters. <laughs> well, I got Mario Three on Three Hoops also, the weird square made. Yeah. Okay. Mario basketball game. So. <laughs> I hear that's fun. I yeah. I'll find out. Yeah. Okay. Eventually. I. I my One next, day. My next DS plan is a Mario and Luigi. Bowser's Inside Story, which, uh, yeah, right. I don't know. I heard it was great like four years ago. And sure. I just never played it. Um, yeah, I could see it. Anyway, uh, show me Law Abiding Citizen. What were we talking about? Uh, what's that thing again? That Eyes movie? Tim Burton. Oh, Big Eyes. Big Eyes, yeah. That was a long time ago we were talking about that. What yeah. About? Does that go in the barrel? No, that was good. Oh, you're keeping that up. Oh, okay. we're just doing like a... Oh, I thought you were doing a roundup. Oh, just roundup media stuff. Right. Show uh, me in the barrel. Law of Biden Citizen in the barrel. Sure, show me his, his thing into the barrel. Law of Biden Citizen, Boardwalk Empire. I'm going to also put in there, despite taking up like... That's kind of gross thing about series. It's like, this took up like 56 hours of my time. Yeah. And like, maybe 20 of them were like, good and then a bunch of them were kind of just fat and, like, filler and this dead end. You're almost batting 50%. Yeah. That's pretty close. It's like, if you aren't already, like, have a vested interest in stuff. Also, they just, like, waste some members of the cast. Like, Michael Shannon in the last, like, season and a half of that show just has, like, nothing interesting to do. They just, like, write him into a place where they're just like, I don't, I don't know, he's crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, he has a Swedish wife now, and they have a kid... And he works for Al Capone? And... I don't know. Like, it's just like... They just, like, ran out of feasible things for him to be doing. Because, mm. like, at the beginning of the show, he is, like, a prohibition agent who is, like, trying to shut all this stuff down. Yeah. And then they have him kind of, like, turn to the dark side of the law because he snaps and, like, kills a guy. Mm-hmm. And then is under, like, on the run and a fugitive. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of keep having him be a fugitive for, like, an unlikely amount of time where no one finds out and just things just keep working out. This was like he did this thing and now he's just all, always doing these things. And now he's kind the, of like a loose things. end for the rest of the show. Yeah. But like kind of a high profile cast member. And I honestly feel like they might have like sent him up to the Chicago end of the story because it's less involved in everything and he okay. was busy shooting like Man of Steel or something. Like it Uh-oh. honestly seems like they're like working around his schedule and like have him on his own a lot of the time. Oh. Like it's just like Michael Shannon and his Swedish wife are hanging out. All right. Meanwhile, all this other stuff is happening with everybody else. Yeah. And it's like, this is weirdly like, this has nothing to yeah. do with anything. And I like Michael Shannon, and he totally freaked out on that guy and attacked him with an iron, and that was nuts. 
Mm-hmm. But what did that have to do with anything? <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> bits are entertaining in their, like, isolation, but then it's just like, this is not adding up to anything. And that's just TV writing. I don't know. It's really it hard is. to get right, and they don't. But, yeah. And we've also been rewatching Twin Peaks, which <laughs> sort of is the same thing. Uh, and we're in season two right now, and it's like, some stuff's great, and some stuff is like, what is Oh no, what is happening? Okay. Like, what is this happening? Like, there's this kid and there's cream corn. They're ruining it. It's, uh, it, it really does go sideways, but there's still some charming elements about it. And it, like, and I guess knowing in like the larger context of like TV history and writing and stuff, it's like still neat to see early pioneering things happening. But man, <laughs> wow. Uh, man, season three though, looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> still excited. Um, oh dude, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Have you ever seen Harold and Maude? No. Okay. I didn't either, but I was just like, I got home one night, we had some pizzas or something, I was just like, hey, let's throw in, let's throw in a laser disc. What do we got? Okay. Oh, we have Harold and Maude. Alright. I don't know, whatever. Pop yeah. that in. I had, I have no idea what this movie was really, like, I know it's like an unlikely, like, relationship between this, like, old woman and this young guy. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. But I had no idea how, like, morbid that movie's sense of humor was. Like, it's, like, got, like, repeated scenes throughout the movie where it's just, like, and in this scene, Harold uh, kills himself. Just kidding. And it's just, like, that was really graphic and weird. And it's just, like, he just, like, shot himself in the head. And, like, his mom's there. It's just, like, come on, Harold. And that's the joke. It's, like, weird, gothy kind of gothy humor. And it's 1971. And it's, like, during the Vietnam War. Okay. Like, it was still going on. Yeah. So there's, like, this one-armed soldier dude who's, like, trying to recruit him and all this. And, like, there's just... It's, like, weird... Like, it's super early 70s. Like, all over the place. Yeah. And I don't know. But, like, yeah. The, like, suicide jokes are super weird. Like, super inappropriate sometimes. It's just, like, what is going on? What is that? Just... But they're, they're, I don't know. They're, like... I guess their whole thing is, like, they have, like, a really young character who's obsessed with death. And a really old woman who's really carefree and living life happily. Yeah. So, like, this is weird kind of contrasty thing. And okay. then they kind of find each other and help each other out. And, like, form an unlikely relationship. And, like, <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of, like, they make Harold such a weird, like, just antisocial, off on his own. Like, just totally, this, this guy is just not working with society like this he's just morbid and awful having an awful time yeah like when he finally does just meet anybody that's connecting with him you're just like oh fantastic <laughs> like this is great like, he has a friend and he has somebody to talk to like yeah she's like 59 years older than him and they're gonna have sex and that's weird yeah but it's not that weird anymore because that guy's so weird <laughs> like he has anybody that's fantastic so yeah it makes its odd relationship totally work and have endearing yeah in a way Trying to, what's the lady's name? It's the same lady that plays, like, the neighbor in uh, Rosemary's Baby. So, like, this... Oh. Like, Ruth Wilson or something? Sure, I, I don't know. She won an Oscar for that, like, for Rosemary's Baby. But, like, mm. she, she she's really, like, animated, like, does... does I don't know. It's a fine performance. Our Laserdisc has, like, garbage sound quality on one and a half of it. Mm. Uh, it's a... T- it's an old one, too. This one's, like, Laser Vision branded, so it's prior to them, like, figuring out, okay, Laserdisc is what we're going with as, like, the primary name for this thing. Yeah. So it's like, this disc came out in 81. It was, like, a release date yeah, sort so of thing. Yeah, so this is, like, a 33-year-old disc that is starting to turn, and it's like, alright, that's not the best way to 
watch anything. But you can't fault it though. Yeah, I can't yeah. fault that disc. Like it's hung in there, and whoever bought that disc was like way ahead of like that movie's turning point. Because like that movie was just like a flop, and nobody liked it for like a decade. Yeah, and then it started to kind of get a cult following and turn the corner in like '83. Why? Just some people thought it was cool, oh, and it okay. actually is. It's all right, but it's Hal Ashby, the same director as uh, well, he did Coming Home, which I haven't seen, but Last Detail. It's a Jack Nicholson movie. Mm-hmm. It was his next movie after that. It's actually pretty good. So I don't know. Do some clout. It, it got a Criterion release on like Blu-ray and DVD like two years ago. Okay. So Harold Mod's actually kind of interesting, but it was just like just blindsided by like I have no idea what this movie's about. Like really early, just like punched in the face with like weird, violent weird sense of humor of just like, hey, he's dead. No, he's not. How is he pulling off these incredibly elaborate fake suicides just to, like, troll his mom? <laughs> like, he's just so tired of his mom's crap that he's just, like... Killing himself. Pretending to kill himself in incredibly elaborate ways. Like, just, like, I'm gonna cover myself with this thing and, like, soak myself in gasoline, set on fire. Just joking, I was over here. It's just like, who's that, then? What's going on? Like, it's just elaborate movie pranks. Hmm. Just like, I'm gonna drive off cliff. Nah, I wasn't in the car. No, I'm fine. Yeah. I shot myself in the head. I didn't. They don't explain some of them. Like, it's just like, I'm gonna eviscerate myself with the sword. And I'm still alive. <laughs> it's okay. like, next scene, it's just fine. Because, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it's weird. It's really weird, but it's honest about it. I don't know. Okay. It's like, weird in a way I was not I've not encountered really. Uh, although uh, a little bit, it kind of seemed like knowing it came out in seventy one and stuff. It seems like maybe it was a response to like The Graduate or something. Okay, where it's like offbeat, kind of like darker comedy, but like it went darker and weirder. It almost like is a parody in some. Or yeah, satire it seems like a reaction to it. Sure, and then it didn't. It was like too weird to like catch on. Sure, <laughs> like the same way. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It's not without some merits. But yeah, that was that was. I was just reminded that oh yeah, I watched that and that was weird. So <laughs> check that out. Um, and that so I won't put that in the barrel. But laser just sound quality. But maybe not. the copy you have, like <laughs> no, I won't put that in the barrel either because it's so old. I'm just impressed it still works. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like if people want to check it out, there's a way better way to do. That. Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> no, you got you got to buy a laser disc player. Oh God. Hope you find that specific laser vision disc, and yeah. then you can check it out. It's the only way to watch it. It's not. It's no. Not. Don't do that. It's probably oh, on also, YouTube or something. Hella Cat Stevens. That whole soundtrack okay. is Cat Stevens all over the place. Okay. Including, like, the song that... Like, okay. there. Have you watched The British Office? A little bit. I think they use a Cat Stevens song as, like, the opening. Like, the theme song. And that song's in this movie. What is it? I don't... I, it's... Okay. I don't... To those listening, watch the Office opening thing. If, if if it's that song, then it's I don't know. Okay, I don't know how to explain it. But I was like, as I was watching the movie, I was like, why have I heard this song before? Yeah, and I was just kind of like, oh, I was like, I think it's it has something to do with either Steve Coogan <clears throat> or Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais sounds more right. It must have been that opening of Extras. No, The Office. Yeah, and I was like, there. Did you, you look it up? I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even confirm. I was just like, I'm pretty sure my brain is correct. Okay. And now I'm telling the internet that maybe that's true. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Harold Mudd. Sounds good. Me report. Are you done? Like, are you done? yeah. Like, I don't have much to talk about. I've been like, it's been busy. Okay. And the holidays. Holiday. Oh yeah. Do you want to holiday stuff? They were no. good. It was fine. 
Well, his were fine. Too. Yeah, okay. We didn't really, we didn't really end up doing New Year's stuff. I don't think it as it turned out. I didn't really either. Like there Which was, a, it, uh, there was a plan, and then it didn't happen. Yeah. And then I think we just ended up like, okay, we, oh yeah, we were like just sitting on the couch. It's like, oh, it's almost midnight. I mean, got some wine or something. It was like, yay! Anyway, let's watch the next episode. Like it was like very casual. Yeah. Just whatever. It's kind of nice though. Yeah. And Christmas and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're back, 2015. Wow. Also, maybe not weekly. Probably not. It just doesn't <laughs> seem to work out that way. But if it does happen, maybe it'll happen like this more often. Although we'll probably set up more elaborate we'll find, recording. Yeah, we'll find something. Recording means of doing that. Or less elaborate, but in like a weirder location or something. Go to oh, like, yeah. Go to Wendy's, have a Frosty with like a mic on the table or something. That Okay. Like that's a way to do like, it, I guess. I don't know, but... Maybe a Frosty, but Wendy's burgers are good. They're... The last one I had was really not exciting. I've been eating Baconators a lot lately. Okay. They've been okay. Maybe just like the double quarter pounder or whatever I got was too... Yeah, like, I've, too I've never liked those. Yeah. I've never liked their like normal burgers. I just kind of like the Baconator because it's just like meat, bacon, cheese, and then like ketchup and whatever their sauce is. Done. Like there there's go. no like lettuce and... No, it's just meat and bun. Yeah. It's not like I don't like lettuce and tomato, it's just it gets soggy or something. It's just I like lettuce and tomato. But like from like a gourmet quote unquote burger. Not a fast food burger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless maybe like it's a McDonald's Big Mac, because their lettuce is cut up in a way that it's just kinda like whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, but yeah. Hmm. So anyway, uh that was the burning barrel. Uh we threw some stuff in there. Yeah. Didn't with other stuff. Uh if you want to check out those things, that's cool. But if you don't, whatever. It's your time. <laughs> yeah, like you're the ultimate judge in all of this stuff. Do you want to watch Tim Burton's latest movie? If you do, it's available for you to watch. If you don't, you whatever. Could, and wait a few months, you could probably steal it if you want to watch it free. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and other things, Harold and Maude available on the Criterion website. Is it? Yeah, you could buy that if you wanted. It's probably on like YouTube too. Like oh, it's probably uh... on something. I don't know. Well, okay. I just, I really like how Criterion gussies up their releases, so mm. that's how I'd recommend watching it. Sure. As a true cinephile. Like, if, if you want to buy, like, spend money. Yeah, if, you, if you're willing to spend some money yeah. on this blind, like, hey, do you want to see an old lady and a young dude, like, do Hook weird up. stuff and, like, kill themselves in comical ways, but not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a weird pitch. Let's see, this is why this movie failed at the box office. How do you sell that? You can't. So, oh well. You say the graduate part two. Gra- graduate two. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Burn and barrel. That's it. Keep them burning. <laughs> there you go. Bye. Bye.